Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. You are now listening to the Save Cast, the number one old-school RuneScape podcast featuring guests from all across Gallinor. To support this podcast, visit the Patreon link in the description. All right, welcome to Vasebe Cast number one hundred one with Eviescape once again. Eviescape, how you doing? This it's super early for you again. I swear, every time we talk, it's just like some really fucked up time where you are, and it's totally chilling where I am. Sorry about that. One hundred and one, side up, bro. Yeah, that's a lot of episodes, you know. Yeah. That's uh, that's really getting up there. Good shit, man. Yeah, triple digits. It's uh, really strange because I remember back, you know, episode 20-ish, and I remember seeing, like, you know, other podcasters, just Joe Rogan. You look at him. I'm just bringing him up because uh, everyone knows who he is. But, uh, you know, he's nearly at episode 2000, which is... Oh, that's insane. Yeah, just insane. But I also remember when it was in the triple digits, you know, 800, 900, and uh, just thinking, like, Jesus Christ, like, that is just so many episodes and yeah. now that i all of a sudden 80 went by and i'm in the triple digits and i'm like sheesh <laughs> now i don't pull out like three or four a week so but i'll never get up to like those crazy numbers but uh yeah yeah, yeah. triple digits i'm i'm that's, satisfied with it that's a lot going on like a like two or three a week like that's heaps oh yeah it really is now if if it came to a time where, you know, I could just fly in people and I had like a studio and stuff and it was just my full time thing. Hell yeah, I'd love to do three or four a week. That'd be fun as hell. Yeah, but, for sure. You know, I got other stuff. I need. I, I, I've got other avenues of stuff I need to do streaming and stuff. So, well, yeah, I mean, like if it gets to the point where you can just do the podcast, like three or four a week doesn't seem like as much because yeah. that would be just like a that'd be just like a full time job. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like you're working. Chilling. Yeah, that I mean that literally would be the dream. However, there's not enough OSRS people to keep, you know, keep the episodes going. But, you know, there always is venturing off into just gaming in general and just content creators that aren't necessarily RuneScape based. So who knows? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? I say shoot for the stars, Sada. Why don't you ask Joe Rogan to come on your podcast? Just see what happens. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) 
you know what though where i'm not going to be getting joe rogan on but however um you know like i've, I've gotten Bodie on Bodie's one of the one of the kings and uh you know what i'm just gonna spoil it uh, should i spoil it here i'll just say we're i'm gonna be getting a big big youtuber on next month which uh damn is going to be very i guess i won't spoil the name directly yet but i think you guys can imagine who it is but yeah, I mean, eventually you reach the peak of OSRS, and then it's like, shit, dude, like, you know, who, who, yep, yep. who am I getting on? So, Like, it's it's so strange, because I remember back when I first started doing YouTube, like, I'd be so scared to ask the bigger creators if they would like to get involved in, like, a video <laughs> or an event. Yep. And then, like, as I became a bigger creator myself, it just became more and more obvious that everyone is literally just a fucking person like i just yeah. just ask like someone people come to me with like hundreds of subs not even thousands and ask me to like be in their videos and i'm like yes of course like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like, i don't care i don't care how big you are if you've got a good idea i'm in you know yep that's really what it is it depends on the person's passion and just their quality of content. Now, obviously, I'm not going to go on to any single person's thing and just, you know. Uh, but w- when you see creativity and you see somebody's passion, you see somebody that's doing something that just doesn't have the followers, like the numbers for it, that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And yep. I- I've seen the exact same thing that you just said. I mean, I remember just asking Bodhi. I mean, even asking Solo Mission. This was like toward, you know, episode 30-ish. I was just like, dude, this guy's gonna say no. He's gonna just—he's no. not even gonna say no. He's just gonna not respond, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but no, just so gracious. Every single person I've asked, well, every single okay, let me rephrase. It. Every single person that's been on <laughs> has graciously yep. accepted. So uh, yep. yeah, yeah. Well, I think um, you know, speaking of Bodhi, funnily enough, the uh, the first time I invited him to a battle royale, he just completely aired me, and then. My very next message was inviting him to the second battle royale, oh, which no. he graciously accepted. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, but I forgot what I was going to say. I've, it, I've just completely I lost mean, my train of thought. It, okay. Now, I will say I have had people just not respond when I ask them to yeah. be on the camp. But yeah. I do the same thing. If somebody asks. Oh, for sure. I get, a, I get D, I'm not going to say I get a ton of DMs, but I get DMs from people just asking about stuff or potentially inviting me to do something, not like be on a podcast or anything, but just do something. And I just sometimes read it and I'm like, I'm busy today. I just can't even respond to this or like take any time to it. And then I just forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. So. For sure. For sure. It's hey, we're, we're busy guys. So we're, we're busy, busy fellas. So busy, man. So busy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard life playing RuneScape all day, but someone's got to do it. So I want to talk to you about the tournaments that you've been running the speedrun cup and all that stuff like those are massive events and i swear when i first got you on the first like thing that you did the first big event you did you were like i'll never do one of those again and then all of a sudden you did yeah. it again so how how is that and are you are there any big plans coming up so i know i just asked a bunch of questions but just mm-hmm. go into mm-hmm. it um yeah so last time i was on i think we were talking about the speed run cup when i was saying i'll never ever do that again <laughs> but that was um what had happened there it was just like the speed run cup we had no support from jagex the first time i did it like i i completely ran the entire tournament by myself funded it by myself you know mm-hmm. um obviously had help from uh, mason and, and crusader talent for the funding um but like 
everything was just off my own back and like I had no support. And it was just like so much time went into that to like watch all of the runs, organize all of the teams. Like, I don't know if you've tried to organize fucking 36 people to be in one place, but it's just like, it's, it's awful. And like, I had people from heaps of different countries on, on different teams. Like there was teams with people from, you know, all over Europe and America and Australia. And like, they would have different times that I, I would have to be there personally to watch their runs to make sure they weren't cheating because we didn't have any support, right? So mm-hmm. the hours that went into the speedrun cup for what I got out of it was just so not worth it to me. But uh, the reason that we ran another one was because Hootie begged me, basically. <laughs> he was like, bro, I want to do another speedrun cup. It was so fun the first time. He's like, I will do everything. He's like, I'll watch all of the runs. I'll do like all the editing, blah, 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 blah. Um, all you have to do is cast it. And I was like, bet. Like, honestly, bet. Um, so, you know, we organized a deal uh, between each other. Obviously, I'm not going to fucking take all of the profits from it if he's running the whole tournament. So mm-hmm. we organized a deal and he ran the entire thing, watched every single run. And then, um, like, it was so much better for me the second time because he, he had watched all of the runs. So uh, me commentating, I... Didn't know anything that had happened. I didn't know what happened in the runs. I didn't know who had won what round, who had won this, blah, blah, blah. Like I got to watch it for the first time as well while I was contacting, which was amazing. And it was such a fun event. And then after the event finished, uh, Hootie said to me, fuck that shit. I'm never running one of those again. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, you see where I'm coming from now. Like it's just, it's not fun. But um Going forward, you know, uh, we we partnered up with Jagex for the Battle Royale this year and Mm -hmm. um, everyone was very happy with the results. So uh, going forward, it looks like we're going to get some good support on events and um, the Speedrun Cup is one of my favorites. So that's something we'll definitely see again now because uh, it'll be a lot easier to run it um, with the support. So Yeah, that's awesome. It's cool to see... You know, I mentioned this, I don't know where, probably some random cast, just Jagex being very controlling, not very controlling, but you know, they they wouldn't freely give resources and freely give time. And f- even like the 117, I can't remember if it was you I was talking to, but like the 117 HD, like they're just trying to like shut it down. These amazing things that would truly help the game and it's just... Mm-hmm. So, something's going on at Jagex, probably probably the higher ups. But seeing them now really try to get more community driven is really cool. And even um, old school's YouTube channel, they're getting creators to be the voiceovers for the new stuff that's coming out, and like that's cool to see. And it's cool to see yep. them supporting you as well. Yeah, it's like uh, I think in the last year or so, there's just been a, like a massive shift big shift um and you know not to downplay the the roles of any other j mods but let me tell you mod goblin is a fucking huge part of that like he's he's been massive in uh getting the community together with jagex and and working on these events so what a king he was also involved in uh what was that um what was that? Uh, crap, I'm spacing the name of it. That that company that came and tried method. to gather. Well, method, yeah, there we go. 
So he knows about organizing events and he knows about like getting community driven stuff going. So that's really awesome. Mm -hmm. He's helping there. And I got to say, I mean, Maud Aiza coming back. I don't know how much he's involved with it, but I know he's big. He's big. Yeah, I know he really is connected with the community. He's one of the J mods that's the most connected. And, you know, we got Maud Light now who's trying her damnedest to be very connected. And it really does show. She puts so much time into like replying on Twitter and just being a part of the community and always trying to get people involved. And it's just amazing to see just yep. everything that's going on. And to be honest, Old School is a very unique game where it's been out for over two decades. And there's not really, again, I don't have the data for this stuff, but like I'm pretty sure there's not many new kids like playing old school so yeah <laughs> it's it's different because they have to try these different strategies that most other games wouldn't need to necessarily do yeah for sure for sure yeah no um Aiza has always been like a big advocate for trying to get these events going but it just seemed as though um he had a lot of pushback from the higher ups on his end but um yeah no he's he's always been a huge advocate and he was a big help this time as well that's awesome. So, uh, what can we expect uh, for this next year? Is there any uh, hints, any sneak peeks? Yeah. So, like now that we've got the support, I've always said I wanted to do four four events a year, one every three months. You know, I get a lot of people being like, oh, "I wish the battle royale was more often," and I'm mm-hmm. like, "I can't, I can't do a battle royale more often because it would just lose its like it wouldn't be as special if we did it mm-hmm. fucking four times a year." You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but uh, after we did the speed run cup, I was like, oh, it'd be great if I could just run an event once every three months. And, you know, that would keep, keep me busy. And um, so we have a PvP tournament coming up um, that is going to be run by Crusader. Um, and then we'll do another speed run cup this year, fingers crossed. Um, and then obviously the Battle Royale at the end of the year. And then... Um, I was just trying to come up with like a concept for like my, my fourth event. And I was like, oh, we've got, you know, the battle Royale. We're going to do a PVP tournament. We've got the speedrun cup. That's a PVM tournament. I was like, damn, we're going to have to do it like a skilling cup or something. And then I just remembered, fuck that. Um, <laughs> skilling's not fun to watch. And, uh, we came up with the, what was it? We were on, um, the homie hour, mm. um, and me and Hootie were on together and we were just talking and then just came to me. I was just like, oh, this is a fucking great idea. I want to do like a um, like a 72-hour long bingo thing on a private world um, and just get like a bunch of real sweaty, disgusting nerds together to yeah. hunt down bosses and may- maybe increase drop rates to make it like a bit more fun and, and like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I do, You'd have to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I want to do something fun like that. So that's something we're looking at organizing. But yeah, we, um, we've we got a PvP tournament coming up. Um, we are going to be talking to Jagex about getting that going very, very soon. That's sick. That's really cool. And hopefully with a lot of Jagex support, Crusader, you know, other people just getting involved, it won't be as much on your back or Hootie Tootie's back. It could be a little bit more dispersed and hopefully just a better time for you guys. Yep, exactly, exactly. Um, you know, that's going to end up being more money spent, but it's good because, you know, we're being supported financially by Jagex now. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's super exciting. Wow, for a year. 
<clears throat> that's big. It's gonna be, uh, you know, there's there'll be a lot of work, but uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm feeling in the zone at the moment, Sada. You know what I mean? I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just feeling in the zone. Something about the new year, man. Did you set any resolutions this year, like, uh, or did you have any? Well, I got it. I we're gonna talk about this. I mean, your weight loss journey has been inspiring. <laughs> it's been really cool, and it's honestly, I've seen not just you, but more people in the community just getting involved in like fitness and just taking care of themselves a bit more. So cool to see yeah. but um yeah any any I, um, uh any resolutions and stuff before we get on to the whole like fitness journey stuff yeah i'm not like massive on on new year's resolutions mm-hmm. um but you know we had the whole crew around for for new year's this year and we were talking about it and my main ones are obviously going to continue the fitness journey like this this is the year that i get the the visible abs that's the that's the big goal hell yeah um and then just on the other side, I was just, I just said, you know what? Time to fucking knuckle down, get some work done. I want to make six figures this year. That's the plan. Hell yeah. Yeah. Six figures so, Australian. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, like, you know, if I have a good year, maybe it's six figures US. But... Hell yeah. Yeah. That's sick, man. So but do you, um, do yeah, you, yeah, go for it. Do you have any resolutions before we move oh, past? Oh, I mean, my resolution this year, last year, I had a lot, but a lot of them just I wasn't able to uh, totally realize them. But this year, it really is just continue my own fitness journey as well. <clears throat> and as soon as I move, which I'm planning on moving in a week and a half back to Oregon, which is a 2,500 mile car ride, which is going to be oh actually God. a U- U-Haul drive. It's not even a, just a normal car. I'm driving a freaking truck because i got a lug over my desk and my chair and computer and stuff um but yeah uh i have a lot of things in my mind now i haven't really like spilled it yet and nor am i quite fully sure what is you know everything that's going to be involved but there is going to be like some irl streams some hiking some workout streams cooking streams just like a little bit more lifestyle stuff with mixed in RuneScape. You know, I still want to chill and just talk and just have a good time. But really, the focus is just continuing the casts, continuing the rambles, making sure my YouTube stuff's pretty consistent, and then just trying to experiment with uh, the streams. That's the biggest yep. thing. So, yeah, nice. That's that's uh, it's the the resolutions where you're just like not making big shifts um and just continuing what you're doing and like you know what actually i should have been doing this all along and i'm kind of doing it but now i'm gonna really fucking knuckle down those are the ones that you're like so much more likely to achieve you know oh yeah oh yeah so for those that I guess maybe missed the last episode. Now, if you guys have not checked out Eviescape's previous episode, you got to check it out. I was crying at some <laughs> points, just laughing. <laughs> Stupid poop story. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the poop story, man. I love that one. I love that one. So how... Okay, listen. <clears throat> I guess I want to have you explain your fitness journey and what worked for you. And the reason I want to kind of talk about this is because let's be honest, a lot of people that are listening to this are also RuneScape players. Uh, Probably a lot of them, not all of them, maybe not even half of them, but a lot of them do sweat a lot on their computer and just play a lot Mm -hmm. and probably don't have great active lifestyles. I was one of them for a time. You might've been the same for a time, but what, um, was the kind of key for you just kind of changing that mindset and 
being more active. And I guess for those that don't know, I don't know either. How much weight have you lost? Yeah. So um, big change for me. Um, my weight sort of always just fluctuated throughout my life. I, I don't know what it is. Like sometimes I'll just I'll lose a bunch of weight. Sometimes I'll put a bunch of weight on. Um, and it was always sort of just like I would have a goal in mind. And when I would reach that goal, I'd be like, all right, I'm done. And then all the weight would come back on, you know, it was mm. just, it was just up and down. But, um, I, it was weird. I, I always say it was when I got out of a relationship, um, that I decided to just start kicking into gear, but it was like three weeks before the relationship ended. So it was kind of like already done in my mind. Um, <laughs> oh, I, you know, I was already, I was already ready to break up with her. And yeah. then, um, yeah. So it was January 1st, 2021. I was like, all right, this is it. This is the year. It was, a, it was a resolution, you know, I was like, I gotta, gotta get into shape. And, um, Started out at a hundred and thirty-three and a half kilos. I don't know what that is in pounds. Me neither. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think wish it's I like down. I think it's I think it's close to three hundred pounds actually. Okay. Um, and I think it's like two point two times, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So one hundred and thirty-three. Yeah, it's it's three hundred-ish pounds. Um, so I was a I was a big boy. I was a big boy. Um, and. I was like, you know, I gotta gotta kick into gear, and it was it's a slow grind, man. It's a slow grind. Like it doesn't just happen overnight. Like that was that's a big thing that I think a lot of people get wrong when they start their fitness journey. Is like they want results quick, and um, like it's a lot better to just go slowly over time. So it's been two years now. I'm currently down to uh, 95, so down about 40 kilos. Jesus. Um, and I've been I've been down about forty kilos for I want to say about six months. I've just kind of been maintaining here. Mm-hmm. Not it's not where I want to finish, but it was like it was nice to just take a little break from dieting really hard and you know mm-hmm. uh, still keeping up the gym because um, like gaining muscle is is another thing that I, I want to do. Um, and it's hard to do that when you're just constantly cutting weight. But um, yeah, it's been a been a long journey and um the things that sort of work for me being a gamer like when i say being a gamer like i'm really not that sweaty like i am i'm spending at most like eight hours a day at my computer and probably four of those are actually actively playing runescape um but yeah you just gotta find like strange shit you can do like i've got a standing desk that helps um, that was a game changer, you know. You're always just up, burning some calories. And then um, recently, one of the big investments I've made cost me three hundred Australian dollars. It was like two dollars US for an <laughs> under the desk treadmill. And now I hit zero time cardio every Dude. day. Is it good? Because I've seen that, and I'm like. I don't know if this is just going to be like an inconvenience where I use it for like a few days as a novelty, and then I'm just like, this is like awful it's so good but the thing is like you know you 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 get what you're expecting basically i'm not going to be able to stand on this treadmill walking four kilometers an hour and hit a fucking eight way zero tick (laughs) barrage while i'm out pk not with that attitude that's well yeah obviously but like that's just not gonna happen like um 
you know, when, I, when I'm on the treadmill, I can't do intense gaming, but like mm-hmm. I'd still be able to solo a raid. Like, you know, shit that I've done a million times before is still possible, but it's just mm-hmm. like, I can't, I can't do intense gaming, but the way I play most of the time, it's not very intense anyway. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a fucking game changer, dude. Zero time cardio. Cause like I, w- I would, um, go to the gym and walk for an hour on the treadmill every day. And like, now I just got an extra fucking hour of my day back. Like yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. That's cool. I'm, I don't know necessarily if I'd invest in one of them, mainly because I have my own little like routine going. In fact, uh, with my little like radio streams I've been doing lately, just in my little transition period, um, I just I, like I have this mat in my room and a little mirror on my wall, and I will literally just dance around and just like do a little cardio workout in my room. So like the yep. treadmill would almost be just like a an inconvenience, but I will say, yeah, that zero time like with the gaming and the cardio, that's great. Yeah. Well, you know, any any cardio is good. Like even even the standing desk, like literally just standing here compared to sitting, like that's mm-hmm. that's extra calories you're burning throughout the day. Um, but then also like the other thing that really worked for me is like, bro, like I, I'm badly addicted to shit food. Like I will, there'll be weeks where like sometimes even while I was on this diet, like if I I'll have one cheat meal and then I'll just get fucking absolutely off the rails and i'll just be smashing takeouts non-stop like a couple of weeks and like the the other thing that worked for me is like food substitutes so like i'm literally sat here eating like less than two thousand calories a day eating three meals and every one of those meals is like a kebab or a pizza or like you know just something mm-hmm. fucking delicious yep just by cooking it at home and substituting out like the bad parts for much better ingredients and yeah that's that's been the the big thing for me because like i could not sit here eating fucking chicken rice and broccoli every single that, day like that's just it, not me dude that literally bothers me it bothers okay now i'm not saying everyone's like me so for some people chicken rice broccoli whatever can work for them for a while actually but for most people they think when they have when they need to get fit they have to like throw all the good food that they enjoyed and literally start eating broccoli and rice yep. and chicken with no flavor. I'm like, yep. dude, yep. you're going to burn out so fast. In fact, yep. everyone does. Cause I did the same thing years ago where I was like, mm-hmm. time to get fit. <laughs> Just eat literal dry chicken breast. Like, what am I doing? This is stupid. So bad. It's, it's yeah, it's so bad. Yeah. It's not a great way to go about it. So you got to yeah. find something yeah. that's delicious. Got to just, the biggest thing, at least for me, is just find a relatively good meal. So, like, for me, my breakfast is solved every day. It's a shake. I know exactly the calories. I know exactly the macronutrients. And it's fucking delicious. It's so mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. So, you know, you just plan out something. Now, I usually let my lunch and my dinner just be controlled by my appetite, mainly because I'm not actually looking to lose weight now. I'm just kind of, like, maintaining slash trying to get some muscle on. But mm-hmm. uh, you still got to listen to your body cues because, God damn, if you are literally starving yourself, I mean, you're going to just start binging in a couple days. Like, you, you yeah. will. Your body will yeah. not let you, like, live like that. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I like it. Everything's just going to be shit for you. Like, your so- sleep quality is going to be worse. You're just going to be hungry all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You gotta, you gotta eat, like you know. I, I, you know, to be fair, there's going to be some days where you don't feel like eating. Like, personally... Um, 
there'll be days where like I'm, I'm trying to sit on like 1700 calories at the moment. But then like, for instance, yesterday I got up, started my live stream. I had a bad sleep. So I immediately got up and, and started my live stream and just streamed all day and then finished up the stream. Wasn't even thinking about food. I was just hanging out with some friends. And then all of a sudden I was like, holy fuck, it's 7 p.m. and I haven't eaten. Have my dinner, go to the gym and I go to sleep. And it was just like barely ate anything that day. And it's just like some days I'm going to starve myself just by accident. You know yeah. what I mean? It's because your but, body isn't like craving it. So it, it's fine. You know, it's just like whatever. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I take those days because then there'll be other days where I'm like, I'm so fucking hungry. Like <laughs> I have to eat more than I'm like, I, yep. I, my diet says I can. I just need more yeah. food, you know? So um, yeah, for sure. And then the other thing like that's, that's worked for me is just the gym, bro. Putting on muscle. Like I'm just fucking addicted to lifting heavy shit now. Yeah. I just, it was back when I, you know, when I was younger and I, I would, you know, fluctuate in weight a lot. I remember there was a time the lowest weight I ever got to in my adult years was 78 kilos. And I remember back then and I was like, I was just i was still fat <laughs> i was like i had 78 kilos on my body and i still had like a big stomach and i was just the rest of me was just like i, I don't know i was just tiny bro but i was i was like skinny fat mm-hmm. and now like that i've been going to the gym heaps and like put on this like heaps more muscle on my frame like i'll look back at pictures of me when i was uh like at my skinniest and i'm like look at my fucking arms like they're they're noodles and then i like look at it now i'm like holy shit if i ever get down to like 78 kilos now i'm gonna be fucking shredded to the bone like yep. you know yep. i'm like how the fuck was i ever that low in weight and still look like shit like it's crazy dude um, the crazy thing is that actually just can happen if you're not strength training like having a strength resistance sort of regimen is so important. And like a lot of people don't understand that. And, but uh, well, a lot of people don't understand it until they get to a point where they realize they've hit their goal weight or what they thought was their goal weight. And then they realize like, I still look like shit or like, I, yeah. I don't look, I don't <laughs> like how I look. And that's literally just muscle. Like if you just put on a little bit of muscle, it fills out and you look great. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent. How's your weightlifting going, by the way? So you you're trying to put on some muscle, like yeah. So basically, I t- for the longest time back in college. So back in college, I actually was in pretty good shape, mainly because I actually had a free gym I could just go to, and it was mm-hmm. relatively empty. I could just go there and like really just take any machine. Now, if I get a gym membership now, it's like just waiting in line and just like feeling uncomfortable with like all these like jacked dudes while i'm just like (laughs) you know just sitting there like trying to put on a little bit of muscle um but like uh now i've really focused on compound movements mainly because i just realized there's so much more bang for their buck i used Mm -hmm, to like mm -hmm. do like isolation like bicep curls and do my like you know just like the stupid stuff you see like when you think of the gym as a noob you're like oh that's what i should do now it's like kettlebell and dips like that's like all i really do is just like kettlebell swings um sometimes i'll literally just walk around my hand or walk around my house with a kettlebell in my hand just for like five minutes and i'll switch hands and stuff 
And then I'll go in my room, I'll do some dips, and then I'll do like high knees. I'll do like super high intensity. That's what I've also discovered is like to get onto my fitness journey, it was very casual walking. And then it started being like jogging a little bit, mixing it in. Then it just became like running. I just I would just run for a bit. And now it's like super high intensity in my room, like high knees until I'm literally drenched in sweat. And it feels so good. But you can't just start like that. You have to kind of build yep. your way into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh my God, the results and the the way you feel afterward by doing actual stuff that makes you pant, it's amazing. <laughs> like I, I forgot about how good that is. So yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny that you say that because I am the exact opposite side. Like I am the the polar opposite of what you've just said. Like mm. um, once I realized that I could go for a run for twenty minutes, or I could go for like a a brisk walk at an incline for 30 and burn the same calories i was like why the fuck would i ever (laughs) run ever again in my entire life like i would much rather go for a brisk walk Mm -hmm. sweating no thanks like that's not for me um i uh when i was when i was younger i got really drunk one day uh and i had a bunch of friends around and uh one of my friends we were talking about like uh this thing called the melbourne marathon happens every year and uh, I was like, man, I, I reckon I could run a half marathon. And my friend was like, there's no fucking chance you could ever run a half marathon, Jay. <laughs> and I was like, I could run a fucking half marathon, dude. I was like, give me six months. I'm going to run the half marathon at the Melbourne Marathon this year. And he's like, fuck, I'll do it with you. And I was like, cool. He did not do it with me. And it got to the day and I was like, fuck this. I'm not signing up for the actual marathon. I'm just, I went down the local football oval with a bunch of my friends. There was like 15 of them. They sat in the middle of the oval and I figured out it was 52 and a half laps of my local football oval um, to do a half marathon. And they sat there with a bunch of beers and every single time (laughs) I did a lap, they did a shot of beer. So I had all of my friends sat there and just got absolutely fucking blasted while I ran this half marathon. (laughs) And when I was training for the half marathon, like anyone I would speak to that had done like a marathon or half marathon before, they were always like, oh, it's the best feeling ever. It's the best feeling you'll ever have in your entire life. Once you Mm -hmm. finish up, it's just, oh, it's elation. And I was just like, all right, I can't wait. I can't wait to get this feeling. (laughs) I finished this fucking half marathon and I am just like dead. And I'm like, this sucked. I was like, this did not feel good at all. I got no runners high. My fucking feet hurt. I just want to die. I'm so tired. And I like the next day, my legs were just so sore. I was like, fuck this. I was like, I'm never, ever running again in my entire life. Like intense cardio? No, that is just not for me mm-hmm. at all. And then um, – with the compound movements as well, like me personally, I'm just training for hypertrophy. Like I want my muscles yeah. to be bigger. So I'm sat there doing all of the I, – I rarely, if ever, do any compound movements anymore. It's all isolation exercises for me. So like we're, we're on complete opposite ends of the spectrum. But like mm-hmm. um, that's the thing. Like you you got to find out what works for you. You know what I mean? Like you, you can't sit there and be like, oh, this is the one way you have to go about it. Mm-hmm. It's just like – uh, everyone's different and you you especially need to find something that you enjoy yeah and let me rephrase when i was doing more when i say isolation like i was still doing bench press i'd still do like the the um 
I haven't even been to a gym in so long. I'm forgetting the names of equipment and stuff. But just like going there. But what I would never do is really push myself, mainly because I would just go there alone. And so I wouldn't even have a spotter with a lot of these things. So I couldn't even push Mm -hmm. for failure. And so I would end up just leaving the gym kind of tired, you know, just being like, okay. And that ended up becoming a routine where I would just go there just to kind of like mentally say I went to the gym. Yeah. Where now it's like, I'm going to push myself until yeah. I'm panting and I can taste the blood in my throat. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And, 100%. And, and I will say like the high intensity stuff, it's not like an everyday thing. And the, the biggest thing is like, I just want to get really toned and have my whole body like function properly. So like, I'm not trying to get like massive or anything, but I will yeah. say, I mean, man, if you're just pumping big weights, which I don't have access to, which is that's the reason I'm doing a lot of compound stuff is because it's all like calisthenics with a kettlebell and all this other stuff, yep. pull-ups. But <clears throat> yeah, if I had access to like a gym with massive weights, I'd probably be uh, trying to put on more muscle. But it's tough because the more muscle I put on, I would I feel like I would get an addiction to it where it's like I need to keep putting on more muscle and yeah, more muscle. Yeah. You can't stop, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I like that's that's where I'm at at the moment and I'm just waiting for the moment where I'm like that's it. I'm fucking hopping on a cycle. It's time to start taking steroids like it's <laughs> it's, it's gonna happen Sada. I've been saying it for years. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm always just like, you know what? I don't understand why I would sit here and like be happy to experiment with recreational drugs when I go out partying or, you know, smoke some weed at home or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to experiment with all that shit, but I wouldn't put some fucking testosterone in my body. <laughs> Come on, bro. Like while I'm young, I'm going to fucking do it. So like, I'm just waiting for the point where that just clicks. I'm like, all right, today's the day. And, and what's crazy is that you, th- I remember thinking now I won't get to that point mainly because that's just not where my priorities are now. But mm-hmm. I will say that is just in an inevitable road that you go down. As soon as you start putting on muscle and you just feel great and you look at yourself and you're like, Jesus Christ, I'm getting big. Like, it's just inevitable that you start getting tempted to take, you know, enhancements. And then yep. at that point, you got to kind of stay on the enhancements because you're just seeing like extreme progress. And so, yeah. Yeah. It makes sure. perfect sense how it goes like that. So even talking to yeah. Tasty in prison, Joe, I mean, we, we were talking and it's like that when they started lifting and stuff like that's kind of how it goes with a lot of dudes at the gym that they hang around with. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I like, I wouldn't personally say like I'm addicted to, to putting on the muscle and lifting heavier and like most of my lifts, uh, you know, they haven't increased at all in the last six months. And it's just like, I'm not, I don't sit there and go, fuck, like I need to jump on some roids so I can lift heavier. Like I'm sick of not being able to lift as much. Like I I don't have as much muscle as I want. Like Mm -hmm. I've got like an image in my head of what I want to look like, like Mm -hmm. how I want to look aesthetically. And if I get to a point where I'm like, damn, I'm going to need some fucking steroids to reach that. Yeah, there's no doubt I'm going to do that. But like (laughs) if – if I lose a bunch of weight and I look at exactly how I pictured it in my head, I'm like, all right, I don't need to. Like, it's not, it's not something that's hundred percent set in stone. But it's just like, yeah, there's nothing inside me that is going, don't do that. This would be a terrible decision, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, big, yeah, it's it's funny though. You brought up kind of like that whole goal. Like, you want to hit a goal, you hit the goal, and then you end up just spiking up in weight again. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, boom, I hit my goal. We're good. Let's pig out and. So 
for me, that was always a constant cycle. Now I never was like big, like super big, but you know, I'd, I'd get skinny fat, I'd get chubby and then I would like lose a little bit and then I go back to chubby, lose a little bit, go back to chubby. And now at this point, like I finally decided like, okay, let me just choose a lifestyle that's sustainable. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, why don't I just be like an actual functioning adult and just like discover something that I can do for the rest of my life or at least, you know, for the next few years and just try to do that. So that's what's been wor- working very well for me. And uh, yeah, it's been nice. Yeah. I think that's, uh, I think that's also super important. It's just like eating chicken, rice and broccoli is not sustainable. You know what I mean? Like you got to find something. Yeah. Like we said, actually enjoy doing. Exactly. And uh, it's at that point, it's not, oh, this is so easy to stick to. You're not sticking to something. It's just your life now. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just like you don't have to force yourself to do this. You're not like, oh, I'm going to stick to this. It's just like that you're not going to change it up because this is what you do now. Yeah, uh, that's really what it comes down to. Just lifestyle. And you can still enjoy your life. You don't need to eat chicken, r- rice, and broccoli all day. You don't. You, you can even just have a few days where you just chill and just don't even work yep. out don't do anything like if your body needs the recovery and your body needs food and you just want to eat like chocolate and ice cream and pizza for a couple of days it's not the end of the world i, I yeah. still have those days where it's like dude i'm eating a full fucking pizza today like yeah i don't care and then i'll eat pizza the next day and sometimes yep. i'll even do it a third or fourth day but then it's like okay yep. like I, I push this too far let's go back and you know it just happens but 100 yeah. percent. you know what said i had one of those days the other day except uh-huh. i ate three entire pizzas but <laughs> like they're they're the good pizzas that i'm fucking cooking at home oh, myself and yeah I, i'm sat there i eat three fucking massive pepperoni pizzas and i'm sat here with 180 grams of protein in my system and 1700 <laughs> calories like yeah i'm gonna do that every fucking day of my life i get to eat three pizzas are you insane yes yeah that that's the cool thing especially when you're at a, a point where you're not like shredded you know or like super lean you yep. can really enjoy that <clears throat> yeah for me uh, now if, if i eat a lot of processed food or if i eat any like you know, super sodium based stuff. Like I will bloat up so bad to the point where like <laughs> it almost leads to a vicious cycle. Of, like I'm already bloated and just feel like trash. Let me just like keep doing this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But initially when it's just dropping weight, like dude, you can eat whatever the fuck you want as long as it's yep. lower calories. Like that's yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Um, the big thing for me is just getting that protein as well, because obviously, you know, yep. I, I'm still trying to perform at the gym, still trying to build the muscles and um yeah you literally can just do whatever the fuck you want but like as as i get lower in weight like i've i've said um i don't have a specific goal in mind anymore it's just like you know obviously there's this there's this one thing inside my head of how i want to look but that's just like a one-time thing i just want to get absolutely fucking bone shredded one time in my life just to see what i look like yeah before i just let myself go forever <laughs> you know what i mean and not and not like let myself go like get real fat again but, but just, just like enjoy you know, life be, again be healthy you yeah. know have a little bit have a little bit of fucking yeah. fat on the body you know like yeah that that is very important is like you can get shredded for a couple photos or just you know if you want to go to the beach you know whatever but you will hate yourself if you try oh, to yeah. maintain that. Like, you will hate yourself. Yeah. There's no way I could maintain that shit year round. 
You know, I get get absolutely shredded, get a fucking couple of OnlyFans photos, and then, you know, I move on. <laughs> All right, listen. C Engineer on the Twitter topics, he is asking, when is the next Jake Upton vlog? And we did mention that a little <laughs> bit in the previous cast, but uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh, last year, they sort of just stopped. Um, there was a whole lot going on. Um, IRL and I sort of just lost the funk for a little bit with the with the vlogs and then it's just one of those things where like it's been so long it's it's something that I want to do like really bad but it's just so hard to get back into mm-hmm. um, just to like once once I get back into it it'll start flowing easy um, but it's just yeah get, getting that moment like I've moved houses and you know I had all, all my shit in boxes and um, like it was a lot of shit going on IRL and then um, like even with the RuneScape videos last year, like I, I kind of fell off there and um, yeah, it was just, it sort of just stopped for a little bit. But even like a bunch of my IRL friends have been asking recently, like where the fuck's the camera, dude? Like rip it out, start filming <laughs> us doing dumb shit again. And I'm like, yeah, I need to. But um, I've got a, a holiday coming up at the end of next month, and I think that's going to be the big return. Um, film the holiday with the homies. We're going to Bali seven days, got a villa. Like, it's going to be unreal. Um, so I think that might be the, the grand return. But I'm, I'm really excited to get back into it. Like, it's just – it's so much fun. And it's it's been real – nice hearing like a bunch of my irls be like bro come on like get it out let's 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 film because i always just felt like i was annoying the fuck out of them just like constantly (laughs) sat there with a camera but they (laughs) they love it because it's just like last year we did um not uh, the one just gone but the year before 2021 we did like i had a big party at the end of the year we did a, a vlog watching party where we just went back and watched every single video that we'd filmed that year. And it was so nice to just oh, have all cool. those memories of like our group and all the fun things we did. And we sat there just telling stories and like the parts that didn't make the camera. And like, it was so nice to just look back on those memories. And um, it's, it's good for my friends to just, they get something out of the videos as well. It's just yeah. like, they get to they have those memories and it's, it's nice. It's a good bonding experience. Saturday, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what like is in your perfect, let's just say like money is not the thing, or I guess mm-hmm. money kind of has to be involved, but mainly because there would be things that you just wouldn't do if money wasn't an object anyway. But when it comes to content creation in your perfect world, what is it? Is it like hosting four events and just having some mix in of other things or like, I don't know, like what's going through your head when you think of. In, in terms of RuneScape, if, if money wasn't a problem, Mm-hmm. I wouldn't play. <laughs> RuneScape would be gone. Like I would just do the vlogs all the time because, like you know, I. That's what you enjoy thing, the most. The number one thing I enjoy in life is spending time with my friends and building relationships and just having fun and, and uh, experiencing new things and and um, that's I want to get to a point where I can just make those videos and that will be in my life and it's just. Um, that's something that is going to happen. Like, that's a guarantee. I said last time I was on, like, I, I am going to do that. There's no fucking doubt about it. Mm-hmm. I know if I set my mind to something, it's going to happen eventually. It might take some time. But, yeah, that that's what I want to do. Uh, so if money wasn't an, uh, a, 
a thing, I wouldn't play RuneScape anymore. And it sounds bad, like, oh, you, you're just playing RuneScape for money? Like, yeah, no shit, bro. Like, the <laughs> game is so boring to me. Like, don't get me wrong. I like making videos. I enjoy it while I'm doing it. But mm-hmm. if I can sit here and have the option... Yeah, when you imagine a perfect you know, what you would truly want to do. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, that's just like, it's not like I fucking hate making RuneScape videos Mm -hmm. and I'm only doing it just for the money. But it's like, if I could sit here and I could pick to either sit inside playing fucking RuneScape all day by myself or going out drinking or going on an adventure or going on a fucking holiday with my friends, like I'm picking my friends every single day of the week. Like it's not even close. And it's just like, yeah, that's that's the overall goal, and that's uh, that's what I'm going to get to. And like I said, you know, with the whole New Year's resolution thing, it's just like, um, it's something I was already doing, and it's something I want to do more. And it's that's going to be one of those things that it's just like I'm going to be able to do that this year because it's not like a big lifestyle switch, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, shit, man, I'm excited, and I think it's really cool to just know what you want. Uh, I mm-hmm. think. Maybe it's a little bit of projection, but I can see a lot of. I, I feel like I've talked to enough creators where I kind of get that I, that that feeling that a lot of people jump into content creation mainly because there's, again, this isn't everyone, but pe- some people, <laughs> including myself, <laughs> didn't have much else going on, and so it ends yeah. up being like RuneScape. Like let me just try something, and then some. Sometimes it works out, and yep. eventually you have to discover within yourself like what do I really want to do and what is what is driving me you know yeah and for sure just along the lines you were saying like I still enjoy logging in but you know what I stopped enjoying was logging in and having to play runescape for eight hours every single day yeah yeah exactly (laughs) that was burning me out and for a while it was fine you know because I had a mad addiction to the game and then you'd get a little bit older and your priorities change a little bit and you realize like, oh, I kind of want to, you know, get healthy and maybe explore some different avenues of life. And so then you have to discover something else. So like for me in particular, I I feel like grateful for what I've built and I want to keep like a little bit of the RuneScape, you know, charm and everything with, and this is in regards to my uh, streams. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to feel obligated for for no reason. And this is the, another thing that I felt that I was kind of talking on based after dark um, is the feeling of like almost being boxed in of feeling like you absolutely need to stream five days a week, eight hours a day playing RuneScape and doing yeah. something that you think people will enjoy, which is the yeah, worst. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, 100%. There is nothing I hated more than... <laughs> Uh, sitting there going like, oh, I want to do this today, but I am going to do something I don't enjoy because <laughs> I'm going to get more viewers. Because I will get more viewers. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's just Horrible. like, um, See, yeah. But- and, and, and for people, so I've, I've gotten, you know, a few negative, uh, I guess, criticisms based on a, a, a few of my casts recently where we are kind of talking about this topic where people are like, oh, you guys, like, don't even like RuneScape anymore. It's like, no, we're just being honest. I feel like it's better to be honest about where you are rather than just, like, lie and be like, yeah, I still still absolutely love playing eight hours a day doing PVM, the newest PVM thing and, you know, trying to push up my numbers. (laughs) Um, So I'm just trying to be fully transparent here. And also, I got to say, like, 
Um, when I first started content creation, just streaming, it didn't matter the numbers because I was only pulling three viewers anyway. And I could yep. do whatever the hell I wanted. And that was truly when streaming was its best is when mm -hmm. I just wanted to play the game and I wanted to talk to the few people that would come by. And then it ends up getting to a thing where you are making money and that money kind of starts driving you a, a little bit. You know what I mean? Not yep. completely, but yep. you start seeing like, hey, this works. Now I'm going to keep doing this. And all of a sudden you're burning out, but you need to keep doing it to make the same money which yep. you know it's it's uh, it's toxic so it's a it's a vicious cycle it's a vicious cycle <laughs> but um yeah. yeah like it's it's so important like we said even with the fitness thing and especially in your career like doing something that you enjoy is so important because it is. uh it's it's gonna make getting up every day so much easier you know yes and um yeah yesterday i um it was a fucking Dinker of a day here in Australia yesterday. It was like 37 degrees Celsius or something. I, you know, you know, I'm I'm gonna make the uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the translation for you here. Okay, let's uh, do it. Yeah. Uh, Celsius to Fahrenheit. <laughs> 37 degrees Celsius. It was 98 Ooh, yesterday. That's hot. It was a stinker. Hot. And um, we'd recently put up like a little just build a pool in the backyard. Like it's not tiny, but it's definitely not massive. And I was like, fuck it. You know, I feel like jumping in the pool. I'm going to throw up a little IRL stream. And uh, my friend was over. She was just chilling in the backyard with me. And it was so nice to just fucking hang out on stream, just doing what I felt like doing. Yes. And not being worried about how many people were there and how much fucking money I'm making. And it's just like, oh, it was so, mm -hmm. so nice. And it went really fucking well, and I'm like, you know what? That's that's gonna it's gonna be something I'm, I'm gonna start doing now because <laughs> you know I wanna I wanna transition into the IRL videos. Yeah. Like, why the fuck would I not transition into a little bit of IRL streaming as well? Like, yeah, that's awesome. And mm. the best thing about providing a little bit more balance because literally all I have ever done on stream is RuneScape and the occasional Raid Shadow Legends. That is yep. it, <laughs> and it's like, dude. If I were to just mix in a little bit, I, I don't need to just abandon any stuff that I've done. What I need to do is just find a good balance and find stuff that yep. I actually want to do and mix it in. And I, for for years, kind of neglected that part. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely definitely all about finding a good balance. You know, exactly. sometimes sometimes you got to put your head down and grind and do shit that you don't really want to do just to progress your career. But you cannot fucking do that every single day. Mm -hmm. All right. We got some Twitter topics, so we're going to cover a few. I want to I want to go on to the one that you uh, had retweeted real quick, just so I don't miss them. So, Mav asks, what's your third favorite movie? My third favorite movie? <laughs> what? Hopefully that's your favorite like... movie is a trilogy, so you can just say one of the three. <laughs> yeah, that's such a specific question. Like, what? <laughs> um, uh, I don't even know what my favorite movie is, Sada. Like... I, I said for a long time my favorite movie was a movie called Paycheck, but I haven't seen it in like Oh, Paycheck's fucking, sick. I love that I the whole idea of that movie was awesome. Yeah, I haven't seen it in like fucking twelve years. So like I, I can't say it's my favorite movie anymore. I haven't seen it for a very long time. Uh I love the Harry Potters, man. Like I'll always rewatch those for sure. You would um, you would rewatch Harry Potter one? Yes. Jesus Christ, dude. That movie is like, for children. That movie's for four year olds. 
hey, don't get me wrong. It sucks. But sometimes you love <laughs> shit that, that head, isn't right? good, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. We love RuneScape, Sada. <laughs> I know. You, I know, I know. you said that going, you, you'd watch I, Harry dude, Potter again? Listen. Bro, you'd log on to a fucking 1999 <laughs> children's medieval clicking game and click a fucking tree for eight hours? Yes, I'd watch Harry Potter 1 again. Are you crazy? <laughs> dude, okay. To be honest, there has been so many life events that have led up to my despise or whatever just, i don't like harry potter okay, and, fair and, enough, and there's fair just enough. been so many things that have kind of contributed to that it's mainly what has contributed i think the most is when i was a kid people that were hyper obsessed with harry potter to the point where i almost had to balance it out by hating on it just so that the balance could be met you know because there's people yep, that are just yep. absolutely f- just fanatics of it and that kind of led into just, I don't know, just me not liking it as much. And then when everybody, when anybody would ever say they absolutely love it and it's the best, I, again, it would go down to like that negative spiral in my mind where it's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. And I have to like downplay it harder and harder and harder until yeah, it's just, yeah. I'm just like, ugh, yeah. But that's yeah, cool. No, fair. I, like, I'm well aware the movies are not great <laughs> cinema, but they're certainly a good watch. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, I enjoy it, watching it, it, them. It's not it's not good cinema. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, magic. No, I, it's, it's the nostalgic magic and just the relaxation. You know what's going to happen. And it's just, yeah. yeah I, I can understand. Yeah. That. And, like, you know, I, I was one of those big Harry Potter kids, you know? Yep. I, I read the fifth Harry Potter book, and I Nerd. swear to God... I cried because oh, there was no more Harry Potter. At that point, there was only five books out, and I mm. cried to my mum because there was no more Harry Potter to read. I was a okay. yeah, I was a big Harry Potter kid. Okay, that makes um, sense. But yeah, I I have no idea what my third favorite movie is. There is no <laughs> movie that I watch repeatedly. Like yeah. you know what I mean? It's just there's. I have no fucking clue. I couldn't tell you. I don't even have a favorite movie. So <laughs> my third? That's too much. That's too I, much. The crazy thing is, is I think my favorite movie, I'm just going to ignore the third part because, yeah, who the hell knows what my third one is. Um, but I think my favorite movie still is The Prestige with Hugh Jackman and mm. uh, Scarlett Johansson and whatever his face is. I can't remember. Or, uh, crap. It's the American Psycho actor. Whatever. I can't think of I his name right now. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. There we go. Yeah. That I don't think I've ever seen this movie. Oh my God, dude. It is so good. And the reason it's so good, first of all, you know, A-list actors. So you just got like the best of the best. And on top mm-hmm. of that, it's well, it's a Christopher Nolan film as well. So you got that going already. And then there are so many twists. And the <laughs> best part about it is everyone's a gray character so nobody's good and nobody's bad but people have like varying degrees so it's not just like a main character like i'm rooting for him you know like whatever Mm -hmm. it's like no you really don't know who you're really going for until the end and you're like damn and then you need you absolutely will need to rewatch it because the first time it will just be like like explosions in your brain you're like holy it's so good dude I, I feel like you're really selling me here, Sada, but you already had me at Scarlett Johansson. You know what I mean? Like, I'm in, bro. I'm in. That's She's my all-time all celebrity crush. Oh, all yeah. 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 She's gorgeous. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm I'm a sucker for a twist and a turn as well. I recently watched a, um, a Netflix show called Kaleidoscope. I don't know if you've heard of it. 
Mm, no. Um, you know, ne- Netflix loves their little goofy, goofy tricks and, and twists and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This is a show where um, every single person that watches it watches it in a different order. There's, I think, eight or ten episodes, and they're not numbered; they're colored. And hmm. I could click play, and I'll my first episode will be green, and you could click play, and your first episode will be orange, and it doesn't matter what order you watch it in, the story all ends up the same and then everyone gets the same last episode. The last episode is white for everyone. So the journey is different for every single person that watches it on how they get to the end. And then I, I started watching it. My friend was like, oh, you got to watch this show. Started watching it, Sesh the entire thing in one day because I have absolutely no self-control. And if I start a fucking <laughs> series, I'm finishing it. Um, and... Got to the end and the fucking plot twist, man. I lost my fucking mind. Oh, shit. And I was like, this is, yeah, it's definitely, you got to put it on your watch list, man. Kaleidoscope. That's just what it's called. Kaleidoscope. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a fucking sucker for a plot twist. I'm always the, I'm always the guy that's like trying to figure out what the twist is going to be. I'm like, yeah, I, this guy's definitely the bad guy or this guy's going to happen. Like this is going to happen. Uh, and I'm never right. So what you got to do is just say the opposite. So then you'll always be right, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But, but then I do that. I say I say the opposite <laughs> of what I'm thinking, and That's I would have been right that time. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, God. Gets me every time. Gets me every time. Yeah. All right. I'll check out the. I'll check out Kaleidoscope. You check out The Prestige. You will absolutely. All right, yeah. That I've sounds got a, like got a very interesting concept, though. I wonder if my brothers have seen that or know about it. Because that'd be cool if we yeah, it's uh. It. It's so fun, man. It's so fun. All right. Luca has a thing. He's, he just says, I ask when. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, as soon as you said Luca, I knew exactly where that was going. He's, uh, he's a bloody handsome boy, that one. Uh, one, of the, uh, one of the people I've met IRL from Australia, actually. I went up to, uh, went up to Sydney uh, because Ron plays games. was coming over for his sister's birthday. He was like, bro, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be in Sydney. You should come over. So I flew up to Sydney, and while I was there, I was like, yo, Luca, let's um, let's catch up. Let's let's have an IRL. Let's have a little meeting, and we had a nice little night out. Uh, Luca and Big Jed Rose, and um, yeah, Luca's a he's a he's a good boy, one of my favorites for sure. Hell yeah. Um, but when when did I ask? You know. <laughs> All right, Ev Meister. Ask what is the best? I'm surprised you didn't say third best. What is the best? <laughs> what is the best purchase you've made in the past year? Ah, uh, it's the under desk treadmill, bro. It's not even close. That's easily <laughs> the best purchase. Easily the best purchase. Um, it. it's not even close. Like that's yeah, definitely. So, um, so does it just not have the thing standing up where you could like have the controls? It's just a flat thing. Yeah, it's remote controlled and it doesn't have any mm. rails. It's just the bottom part of the treadmill. Okay. Yeah, so it's just oh, it's OP, bro. I can't, zero time cardio cannot be overrated. You know, it's yeah, it's great. It's great, dude. I'm wondering like when they'll come out with like a multi directional treadmill headset, and you're just like playing. I don't even know, like playing like GTA Five with or GTA Six at that point with your headset on and running around on this multi-directional like treadmill like dude can you imagine everyone would get mad fit if there was a super addicting game where you're just booking it you know you know what yeah that is gonna be so 
fucking dangerous Seder because if you think about it, all right, I really want you to think about it. Okay. The amount of like real fucking sweaty gamers that just sit there and play video games <laughs> for like fucking 20 hours a day <laughs> and they're just like sickly thin and then you want them to be doing fucking 20 hours of cardio a day, they're going to die. Like, it's dangerous, bro. Yeah, well, you got to eat, man. Eat. This will teach them. This will teach them. You know, they'll be on their, you know, they'll be like freaking sent to a hospital and then they'll realize like, oh, okay, I, I, I can keep playing all of this, but I got to like, you know, put some diet, like actually have a proper <laughs> yeah. diet in. So. Yeah, exactly. No, nah, I think that, that'd be great, man. Like, it'd be... The zero time cardio, then it's going to be absolutely huge. And like cardio is always so much better when there's an end goal. Like I would never, ever run recreationally again, but I would Mm -hmm. play a sport. You know what I mean? I'd be, I'd run around, kick the footy, do a bit of ultimate frisbee. Like it doesn't feel like you're doing cardio when you're having fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But no, the, the under desk treadmill is definitely the best purchase. I'm trying to think what like the second best one is because that's just boring. We've already talked about it, but. I don't really – it's not often that I'll make a, a big purchase. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I'm, I'm definitely not boring with my money. I spend a lot of money on drugs and alcohol. But like, uh, yeah, I haven't – there's nothing nothing huge that I've I'm spent. Like, I'm like looking around my room and I'm just like, what the hell did I buy? That was a good purchase. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm literally I, doing that right now. Like what? <laughs> I'd probably say honestly like – yeah, I have, I have no idea. Maybe my <laughs> kettlebell that was thirty five bucks. Yeah, I have no fucking idea. That that go. has That's... been a life changer. I mean, seriously, like kettlebell. There's a lot of stuff you can do with it, and it's, it's yeah, amazing. yeah, it's, it's so versatile, so mm-hmm. versatile. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I think um, you know what? There was, this was a big purchase. I spent a uh, hundred dollars buying a bunch of new jumpers that i knew i was never going to wear because three of my closest friends are are female and every time they come over to my fucking house and it's cold they'll steal one of my jumpers so i you know what i got a whole bunch of jumpers that i don't want um and now i never lose my fucking jumpers anymore hell yeah genius yep okay um we i guess we kind of Touched on this briefly toward the beginning, but uh, Flow the Gamer asks, how tough was it to get Jagex support this time around? <laughs> Going back to the whole event thing. This time around, uh, it was fucking simple. Like, it was the easiest thing in the world. But, like, the journey to get to this point where it was easy was just awful, dude. It was, it was awful. Like, we first ran the Battle Royale in think it was 2019 was the first battle royale i didn't even message jagex at that point i was such a small creator battle royale 2 um there was six months of back and forth just to get the private world and like i went to them with a list of things that i wanted like the first first time we worked together i was like yo uh, i want some money like i want you guys to do the prize pool i want um, like advertisement, I want you guys to retweet my shit. Like, I want to upload my trailer to your YouTube channel. Like, I, all of this stuff. Uh, There's a big list of things that I wanted, and they took the big list of things that I wanted, and they were like, "We'll give you the private world. That's all you're getting." Jesus. And I was like, "I'll fucking, I'll take it, man. Like, I'll take what I can get at this point. It's better than nothing." And then it was the same thing the next year. It was just like, guys, like, you saw how fucking successful last year was. We 
peaked at 12,500 viewers on Battle Royale 2. Uh, the video at that point had like 1.3 million views. It's just like, Yeesh. give me some fucking money, dude. Like, it's, it's crazy that I have to fund this myself. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's just like, I say fund this myself and it sounds like I'm fucking taking money out of my own pocket. For starters, Battle Royale 2, I did do that. It was $5,000 prize pool. We didn't even have a sponsor. That was straight out of my pocket. Um, I was like, give me some fucking money. Like, uh, how hard is it? It's a billion dollar company. And like, uh, this <laughs> event is doing so much for the game. How hard is it for you to just put the prize pool up? Mm-hmm. But um, I had to, once again, like, you know, I had to do the prize pool for Battle Royale 3. Um, thankfully, at that point, you know, I was working really closely with Mason. Shout out fucking Mason at Crusader Talent. Shout that out. Dude. Uh, there's, let me tell you, there is no fucking Battle Royale with that, uh, without that man. Um, and uh, he got that sorted, and we had the biggest prize pool ever. And um, still, just no support from Jax. Like, w- not even a fucking retweet said. Like, at that point, they ha- they had organized. Want to know why? Like, yep. Or wait, why? <laughs> I just realized what we talked about was before the cast. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I could. You know, <laughs> that was definitely part of it. I got into a bit of beef with the head of esports. You know, it's nothing, nothing we could do about that. But. Huh. Um, then yeah I, I suppose i'll tell that story on the cast afterwards uh, just to give a bit of context but yeah. um they yeah they were like yeah we'll retweet your stuff like when you go live the day that it happened we got absolutely nothing like it was just it was so bad and i was like how the fuck can i be like doing this much and be getting nothing in return and then this year round we like really pushed for it and um the regular people that we speak to um we were in a meeting with them and then their boss. This was the first time we got to speak to someone higher up than just the J mods that we speak to on a day-to-day basis. And the meeting essentially went like this. I came in and I was like, hey, you know, we've had, uh, we've had the private world before. Obviously, we want that again. I was like, I want money. I want retweets. I want advertising. I want all this. Like we need to work together. Like if if we're gonna do it, and the higher up guy was just like, "Yes." He's like, "No fucking brainer." Yeah, have the money, have everything. So we were literally begging, begging on my fucking knees for years to get a crumb of support, and they gave us the whole fucking sandwich. Like it was just, it was so seamless this year mm, this year round that's and cool. um let me tell you with like with the extra money that they gave us obviously we had a fucking massive prize pool twenty thousand dollar prize pool this time uh, like the biggest prize pool we've ever done by a big margin and then also like the extra money that i had just made things so much easier because i could pay so many more people to help us out like um battle royale three um we had I think two people in the back end during the event uh, like changing around people's perspectives and telling us what was going on. And like they were running around like fucking headless chooks try, telling us what to look at. Because obviously when we're casting, we need to be told, you need to be watching this right now. So-and-so is doing this thing. This time around, I could actually fucking pay people to sit in Discord calls with the uh like creators that were participating and it was like we had one person for every two teams and it was just so much more seamless there were so many things that we didn't miss this time around it was just oh having that extra money is just so much better and Mm -hmm. 
it's so much better for the event as well because I don't have to sit there and go, um, oh, we've done the old school Battle Royale, but beforehand, check out fucking Red Shadow Legends. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can sit there and go, it's the old school fucking RuneScape Battle Royale, shout out Jagex. And it's just so much better for the event to not so have to better. like, not have to sit there and fucking sell my soul to the devil to <laughs> just fund something, you know? It's it's great. But yeah, it was so much easier to work with Jagex this time around. And like after the event, like we've, we've spoken and like everyone's super happy with how it went. And um, yeah, we're, we're, we're chuffed and it's going to be very easy going forward to uh, work on other events with them as well. Awesome. That's so cool to hear. All right, Evil Twigster asks, favorite event someone else has hosted? Oh, Killing All Games. It's not even close, man. It's not even close. Like, nothing nothing would even come anywhere near comparing to, to Killing All Games. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, it's too good. And, like, I think Killing All Games is fucking t- 10, 20 times better than the Battle Royale. Like, you just, uh, you, you can't compare soup is just a a fucking genius it's cool you know what the best part is is like we all anybody that's in their late 20s now playing runescape we all kind of grew up with that reality tv show kind Mm -hmm. of stuff Mm -hmm. like amazing race and all that stuff and it's got that vibe you know what i mean so it's almost like that it's the nostalgia hit of that mixed with runescape mixed with all your favorite creators it's just yeah. awesome, you know? Yeah, it, it's it's great. And um, it's so fun because, like, I literally, I remember RuneFest 2019. Um, we had just done the Battle Royale. And uh, Soup and I were sat at a pub in Farnborough. And he was like, oh, man, the Battle Royale is so sick. Like, I want to do a big event like that. I've, I've had this idea for ages. He's like, it's just like Survivor, but it's RuneScape. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me about it. And I was like, that is fucking sick. I was like, you definitely should 100% do that. It would pop off. And then I didn't even fucking get invited to the first season. <laughs> like, come on, Sue. You're going to sit there drinking beers with me at a pub in fucking England of all places. Tell me about this incredible idea and then not invite me. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, no, but, no, but um, it was, it's so cool to just see like have that memory of him telling me about this idea and see what it is today. It's just like, I got to see the whole thing pan out from that original idea. It's just, yeah, it's super. Number one, he's just such a fucking great guy. He's such a great guy. He's wholesome as hell. Yeah. He's so, yeah, he's amazing. And then like just the effort that goes into like, I don't think a lot of people understand. It's something that I can understand and it's something that Soup and I talk to each other about all the time. It's like organizing that many people, creators or not, to be in one place at the same time is just like so difficult. And he has to do it for however many weeks there is um, in Gillenor Games. Like he has to get that many people together and organize them and it's just so much. And like... The recording and shit like that. I remember after the Battle Royale, I hit him up and I was like, bro. I Before the Battle Royale, I get into a, like a voice call with 
every single person that is participating. I make them share their screen and I go through their OBS settings and I tell them exactly how to have everything set up to the fucking T to make sure everything audio, visuals, everything is absolutely perfect, exactly how I want it. And I set them up for them. Every single person in the Battle Royale, I personally set their OBS up for them. (laughs) And I'm like, how the fuck do I have three people sending me a video with no audio? (laughs) I set this up for you. Why did you change it? You know what I mean? And I'm just like, I would sit there with Sue, and I'm like, bro, how does this fucking happen? And he's like, dude, He's like, there's been weeks in like Illinois games where people just haven't even recorded their perspective. And it's just like, <laughs> I'm like, I know, dude, it's so hard. But like the, the effort that he puts into it is just like, it's fucking unrivaled. Oh, and yeah. He is like, he is an absolute genius. I think it was Mason the other day. It was just like, how come like you don't do like a fucking game show like that? You know, obviously, aside from the fact that you'd be stepping on Soup's toes, he's like, mm-hmm. why have you never done something like that? And I was like, he, Soup's creative process is just so different. Like he will sit there and map out the entire episode before he even starts editing it. And I'm the kind of guy that is just like, film now, think later. Like I can't, mm. I can't map shit out. Like I, I could never ever do what he does. And um, yeah, he's just, he's just too good. It's the it's the creativity and it's just the super hard work and dedication. I mean, that mm-hmm. is so many hours. You know who yep. you know who else uh who uh else I think of when I think of just hard work and just filling that niche is RuneScape Chronicles with Kemp Q and mm-hmm. uh John. Uh, they yep. they took you know, Behemoth was the original in my opinion where uh, okay, let me clarify not the original when you think of like chris archie spark mac live and stuff but i'm talking about like the modern uh stuff like behemoth came in there took over the niche got permission and then you see kemp q coming in with the runescape chronicles which in my humblest of opinions is so incredibly well edited i mean it is mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. phenomenal and they do it every other day i mean yeah I was talking to him on the cast, and it's like, this is no joke. I mean, this is literally an eight-hour shift of getting everything together, creating a narrative, putting the edits in, and it's just top-notch every goddamn episode. It's crazy. And yep. so it's that mixture that really breeds success is like you got to work super hard. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
super passionate and be very creative with it. Just, yeah, yeah, for sure. Soup's got I think well. um I think what uh Kemp has done there is he's essentially just made a YouTube channel a business. He's like, Hey, I'm gonna start this fucking business. I've got my employees. Like he's paying them to do the work and it's just like a well-oiled machine. Yeah. And I think that I think my favorite part about him bringing the Chronicles videos out, um, Behemoth is my fucking boy. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And he is, he is now realized, you know what? Uh, I got to start fucking putting some work into thumbnails. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. It, he's just going, I can't sit idly by because he's just going to get absolutely fucking smoked out of the water because- um, because of the amount of time that goes into the RuneScape Chronicles videos, like that's there's there's a fucking editor full time on the staff, you know, yep. that is is editing these videos, and obviously, you know, um, Behemoth is just one fucking guy sat in his bedroom with a, his family and kids, like fucking <laughs> trying to put these videos together every day. And it's just like he, I, I think he's just realized he's got to he's got to put a little bit more effort in, and it's it's fucking great to see. Like he's mm-hmm. he's definitely got his. Uh, his thumbnails have been updated and there's a little little bit of extra editing going into the videos now as well and mm-hmm. it's just it's nice to have that competition because he just did he have is. like a complete he had a complete monopoly it's just oh, like yeah. he's the only one doing it and it's just like at that point he could let the content slip because the people that uh, were watching it are just going to watch it anyway exactly like he doesn't need the yeah so no I mean yeah, he's got nice. the competition but I mean behemoth I mean He's making bank from every like daily uploads on YouTube with multiple tens of thousands of views and sponsorships. I mean, you're making absolute bank when it's a solo project. Yeah, I um I haven't spoken to him in a yeah. while, but I remember like a while back, like he wasn't making anything because all of his videos are getting demonetized. Mm-hmm. There was like a big I don't know, I, I haven't spoken to him recently, but like yeah, there was a there was a long time where he was making daily videos for nothing. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. We were definitely talking about that on the cast last. That was, yeah, just about a year ago at this point. Um, but when I think about it, you know, what I see Kemp Q, what 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 he's done is like he has hired people to help him out. Yep. And so I wonder with Behemoth, like, obviously he's got a great thing going. And to be honest, with just RuneScape Chronicles and Behemoth, I mean, there really is not much he really needs to change, to be honest, besides just putting a little bit more effort. In fact, he doesn't yep. even need to put in that effort. People love Behemoth, you know, so like yeah. He's, yeah. he's golden already. But I will say, you know, if if competition were to arise, I mean, he's probably got the resources now to really distribute a lot of this extra effort. So if he wanted to put more quality in, it's like just give a little bit to, you know, another person that can do all the edits you teach them. They'll do it, and you just do the narration basically every day. You know, back can yeah. start happening. Yeah, exactly, and that's um, that's also something I've started to look at. Like I, I've seen the success of Chronicles videos where there's like an editor on staff, and I'm like, shit. I I'm looking at like properly hire, hiring someone, making YouTube a business. Like I said, if I had the choice between playing RuneScape and going outside, I'd fucking go outside. So, mm-hmm. um why not make you know my main source of income more like a fucking well-oiled machine of a business um rather than just trying to do everything myself you know what i mean and mm-hmm. it's just like it, it was great because kemp went out and proved the concept for everyone it's like you know what he oh, took yeah. he took all the risk and obviously he's getting the rewards now but now that you know people have seen this works like there's nothing stopping anyone else from doing it and obviously yeah behemoth um 
you can see from the increase in quality in his videos, he definitely has someone on staff now. Like that, I would be, at, I would eat a fucking hat if you told me he was doing all this himself still. Um, but it's just like, yeah, proof of concept now, and it's yep. just like he's taking all the risk. Shout out, motherfucking Kemp Q for taking all the risk for me. Um, and now I'm gonna, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking at doing something like that myself. You know, not yeah. a fucking. Not a highlight channel. I meant for my own channel. Yeah, but channel, just but like- <laughs> making it more of a business where it's not just a solo. I mean, because this is the same thing I'm doing right now. It's just everything's me. It's me, me, me. And, you know, I. it's not very well oiled. It's still a machine of like at least the podcasts uh, and the rambles. I just I have my routine that I like. And giving that to another person, the responsibility to do what I've done would involve obviously more money. I would need money to pay them and I would need to teach them and all this stuff. But that is where I see my content going, at least in the next yep. couple of years is like, I I want to be able to just relax a little bit more and really focus on the content rather than like all the other behind the scenes stuff that nobody understands or yeah, for people, sure. <laughs> I should rephrase it. Not nobody understands, but yeah, you know, people don't see it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the thing that always held me back from hiring someone is I would go, uh, you know, I want to I want to hire an editor. I want someone to edit my videos together for me. Mm-hmm. And then I would go, fuck, that's expensive. That's really expensive. Uh-huh. Um, and it's like, oh, shit, maybe I make a hundred bucks off this video. It's costing me a hundred bucks for the edit. Like I'm making no fucking money. But you think about it. This is a business at the end of the day. Like it doesn't matter how if you're making money off YouTube, it's mm-hmm. a fucking business. And how many people go into business thinking that they're just going to immediately profit. It's just like the whole point is building it up. Like a lot of people just go straight into debt to build their business because they believe in their fucking brand and they know what they want to achieve. And it's like, why is it such a fucking outrageous concept to me to bet on myself when it comes to YouTube? Like that is fucking outrageous. So (laughs) um, yeah, that's that's something I want to look into. And I definitely want to start spending the money that i make yeah. on making better content because that is just going to ultimately end up with me making more money from the better content and less effort on your part really yeah. when it comes down exactly. to exactly it. it's amazing so yeah it's cool to see what kem q's done it's cool to see that he was the one taking the risks and we all get to kind mm-hmm. of see how that works out that's awesome yeah yeah all right i don't understand this next one but uh evil twixter also asks parmy or parma Ah, uh, this is a great Australian debate. Um, there is uh, an Italian meal actually uh, called the chicken parmigiana. Okay, and uh, it's a it's an absolute staple uh, bar meal. We go to the pub here in Australia, and you go to a pub for a meal. You know, you sit down, have a meal and a beer. And I'm sorry if you're Australian, you walk in, you don't look at the menu, you order a fucking parmi. Simple as that. And mm. the great Australian debate is, is it called a parma or a parmi? And it that honestly just depends on where you were born as to what you would call it. Um, I think a lot of people out West uh, call it a parma. Uh, here in the South, we call it a parmi. Uh, so personally, I don't give a fuck what you call it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't care at all. I just want to eat it. It's fucking delicious. Uh, but for me, it's it's a palmy for sure. Because when I say parmigiana, I, I say parmigiana. You know what I mean? Yep. The palmy is, I don't know. Okay. we. I think we got that settled then. So West is Parma, right? Or wait, it, it, did, I, it, did I mess it up? It's 
Yeah, no, that's uh, it's around that. Okay, okay. I don't know. I know some people from the south that call it a palmer. It's it's I don't know. It sort of depends on where you're born, but it's the same uh, as well. Like in Australia, with words like um, castle and castle. I say mm. castle, but like depending on where you're born, you might say castle. And it's just like, I don't know. Does it really fucking matter how we pronounce the word? Everyone knows what I'm saying anyway. <laughs> it's like people that say nuclear or nuclear. <laughs> nuclear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, he, al- so he also asks his final question. Age of Empire. I'm, I'm assuming AoE is Age of Empires. Yep. Yep. Age of Empire yep. streams when? Uh, never. Never. <laughs> Age. So I don't play video games, right? I play uh-huh. RuneScape on stream. That's my job. I do it for a living. Um, other than that, I don't really enjoy any other video game. The only one that I actually enjoy is Age of Empires. And that is something that I do for me to wind down. If I ever just feel like playing some games, Mm -hmm. I will just play some AOE. Um, and I don't want that to become a stream thing because you've seen why runescapes. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, not even that. It's just like, I just want to sit down and enjoy myself and I want to, I want to say some unhinged shit to my opponent when he beats me. Like, I want to flame that <laughs> motherfucker. And I can't do that on stream. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I want to sit there and go absolutely fucking nuts and say awful things and tell him like, I hope terrible things happen to his family. Like, I can't do that if I'm on live stream. I want to enjoy myself like that, you know? Oh, my God. Wait, which Age of Empires? Is it one or two or three? I, I two, play right? Age of Empires 2, yeah. Yeah, 2 is the goaded one. Well, it's crazy because like most people play that because it was a nostalgic game from their childhood. I didn't play it for the first time until 2021. Like, whoa, we really? were yeah. The first time I ever played it was on stream. Um, Sheesh. Herb, Ron Skidler and I uh, were looking for something extra to do outside of our like group Iron Man series. Uh, you know, we play some other games sometimes, and and Perp Big John was like, oh, we should play some AOE, and. Ron was like, oh, yeah, I used to play that when I was a kid. Let's play some AOE. And John had uh, recently come from having no internet for three months. His internet was out because of um, we had some real bad bushfires here in Australia. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he couldn't stream. And all he was doing was playing Age of Empires against the AI. Like, that was the only <laughs> game he had. He had no internet. It was already on his computer. He was just playing Age of Empires against the AI. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah, I've been playing heaps of AOE. Let's play some. And we, we fire up a game and I was like, John, I don't know how to play this game. Like, what, what are the buttons? He's like, oh, you'll learn as you go. You'll learn as you go. And it was a big, it was 1v1v1v1. Like you were all against each other. There's no teams or anything like that. And none of the rest of us knew how to fucking play the game. Ron played it when he was a kid. No one knew the buttons. No one knew what the fuck you were supposed to do. And obviously, John just fucking stopped stomps us all like he absolutely destroys us and he sat there and he's just like you guys are fucking shit you guys fucking suck and we're just like bro you didn't even tell us how to play the fucking game what do you mean we're shit obviously we're shit this is our first time you just spent three months grinding this shit out obviously you're gonna fucking destroy us and that just pissed me off i hate that little cunt's ego and i've got a bigger one so I said, you know what? I'm going to spend the next two weeks absolutely session out Age of Empires. So the next time we play it, I'm going to stomp the fuck out of him. So I spent two weeks grinding. I was watching YouTube videos, getting better, uh, playing heaps. And I got to a point where I'm like, oh, I could easily fucking be this little rat now. And he never, ever played against me again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. as in like you didn't even get to play him and beat him? 
He just I did not get to play. I was like, John, let's play some oh, AOE. Let's a do a little 1v1. And then, like, I did I did end up playing him uh, this probably about three months ago and obviously absolutely fucking stomped him. It was nice to get that. Mm, uh, very nice. Yeah, get that a little bit. But, yeah, it was just so funny. It's like he's, a, he's such a little rat, you know, sat there flaming us for how bad we are in a game we've never played before. And I was like, no, I can't. I can't deal with this. I got to fucking, I got to get him. So going off of that, there's actually a topic here from PLM Bra. He asks, for new viewers, how did your friendship with Perp, Skidler, and Ron start? So uh, Perp and Ron and Skidler were already like a like a little trio. They uh, Ron used to have this thing called Fishbowl Fridays, and uh, he had Elliot on a few times, and the whole premise was um, they would play like little games within RuneScape and, you know, the loser would have to pour some alcoholic beverage in a fishbowl and then the overall loser for the day uh, would have to skull their entire fishbowl full of alcohol or something along those lines. I can't remember what it was. And it used to just be like this wild, most fucked up thing you'd ever seen in your entire (laughs) life. And like there was times like there's, there's a picture going around of, they did like a dress up one week for Fishbowl Fridays and Elliot was dressed up as like a pharaoh and he is just covered in vomit. Like he ended up just oh, throwing up all God. over himself. And it, he was saying like because of the time zone difference, it was Friday night for Elliot, but it was just like Friday morning. Uh, sorry, Friday night for Ron, but it was Friday morning for Elliot. Mm-hmm. And he was saying he was just absolutely fucking off his guts plastered throwing up all over himself <sighs> at nine o'clock in the morning his, oh, <laughs> his, God. Parents, his parents were just sat there like having breakfast oh. like, <laughs> <laughs> so um ron ron used to do that with elliot and then um perp sort of just slide Jesus. like slid in with them and i remember one day i did a live stream and i was looking for someone to host afterwards and um, I had had some back and forth with Perp before, um, you know, us both being Australian creators, he sort of, uh, in the beginning, I just gravitated towards other Australians because it was comfortable and uh, he was doing some raids one night with uh, with Ron and Elliot and I sent over the host to John and I was like, fuck it. I just said to him, I was like, what's a, what's a man got to do to get in on these raids? It looks like you guys are having a fucking hoot of a time. And uh, John said something along the lines of, this is when I was going for my Infernal Cape. This is 2018, uh, maybe even earlier. And I was trying to get my Infernal Cape. And he was like, yeah, yeah, you know what, mate? I reckon you get that bloody Infernal Cape, we'll have you along. And uh, next thing you know, I got the Infernal Cape. And, that, you know, I was like, let's do these fucking raids. And all of a sudden, we came a, a foursome. And it was just... It, the chemistry was just fucking insane because we're all just charismatic goofy drunks so mm-hmm. we would just get on drink get absolutely drunk like tell stupid stories make fun of each other and we would just like do raids and um and just fuck around and then yeah that's how it started and it just it kept continuing into oh well you know we're we're all funny guys and we we like hanging out together let's do a let's do some series and we do like max cash from scratch and then um, you know, we had the original group Iron Man. I was like, boys, we should do a group Iron Man. I think it's going to pop off. And, and we started the group Iron Man and it did. And as all things do, like RuneScape's fucking boring at the end of the day, like especially <laughs> for a, a bunch of fun guys like us. We, um, 
we just get bored of playing RuneScape, and we'd much rather hang out and do random shit. And mm-hmm. you know, we. And then it sort of just got to the point where, like, you know, we've we've all started to, uh, I guess, drift apart just because. Um, yeah, the series were fun, but like it gets boring and it's hard to keep the content up and we all want to do our own thing. And, um, at the end of the day, we all sort of need to do our own thing to continue growing. And it was really bad for my YouTube channel to like start a series and not finish it. So I was like, I can't really get involved in those series anymore. And all the boys want to do their own things creatively. And it's just, yeah, we sort of just started drifting apart. So we, we don't often do anything together anymore but you know we still got the group chat going and and we talk from time to time about jumping on and and playing some games and you know where there there are times where we'll just randomly have a day we're like oh fuck it boys let's jump on and have a couple of beers or you know like john's birthday this year we all jumped on discord and had a couple drinks with them like yeah we're still mates we still hang out sometimes but it's just something that happens you know it'll happen irl with your high school friends or your uni friends something like that you just you, you grow up and start drifting apart and it, it happens, but if yeah, you're not getting uh, closer, you're drifting apart. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's, it's obviously hard. We're all from different, different places mm-hmm. around the world. And it's just, yeah, it's hard to, um, you know, sync up a time that works for everyone else. But yeah, no, still, still some of my best friends, you know, we don't talk all the time, but yeah, there's, there's some good boys. All right, here's a topic from, well, just a question. I, I don't, I'm unfamiliar with this. So, Really Good asks, when is the next EV165? What is that? <laughs> uh, shout out Dan. He's like, he's one of the OGs from my Twitch channel. Hell yeah. Um, EV165 is a bit of a bit of a meme. So that, that was the year that I tried to do a video every single day. Oh. Uh, I I called it EV365. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, we talked about this and on the last one. Go for it. Yeah, I I ended up stopping 165 <laughs> days in, so everyone started calling me EV165. Um, <laughs> but uh, I always said I would never ever do it again because like it's just so much work. Like I. Oh, I yeah. got really fat. Like I didn't even get, didn't get to go outside. Like my relationship fell apart. It was just awful. Like I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But um, like having an editor on board and seeing like how smoothly that shit can go, and like I, I think it would be possible to just get a video out every day for a year. And uh, it's actually something that I am looking at doing next year. So there Ooh. might be there might be EV three six five round two. So. Okay, I know we talked about this a year ago, but and I didn't re-listen to my cast. I, I can I cannot re-listen to cast. I've tried to do it with yep. previous guests yep. I've had on for the second time, and it's like, dude, I start listening to it. I'm like, I can't stand my own voice. This is painful to listen to. <laughs> so so explain to me what were the pros and the cons of do well, I already know the cons of doing it, but did you see like heavy growth doing a video every day? Or was Huge. it okay? What, yeah, did, it was, did your audience be – were they like, dude, you're uploading too much? Like, did you get any of that like, criticism? Or? The thing was when I when I started like the EV365, I think I, I – it was either under 10,000 subscribers. No, it was definitely under 10,000 subscribers when mm-hmm. I decided to do a video every day for a year. And I blew up, bro. Like I think that year I went from 5,000 subs to like – 
40, which like Jeez. it doesn't it doesn't seem like much. Like 35,000 subscribers these days, it's just like, you know what? If I gained 35,000 subscribers these days, I wouldn't even it sounds true. I wouldn't bat an eye like I'd bat. But it's <laughs> it's a massive massive amount to go from 5 to 40. Oh, yeah. Like that's a big grind. So that for me it was like it was huge exposure at the start. But then 165 days in, I just sat there and I was like, the quality of the content is just fucking so poor because I have to make a video every day. And it's just like, I'm just pushing them out. Um, and the exposure started being less and less because the quality was going down. Like people didn't mm-hmm. want to watch shit videos. Um, so it got to the point where I was just like, it's just not worth it to yeah. me. I got everything, everything I wanted to get out of it, I got out of it. Um, and it's just like, I don't Continuing know, I just, would have literally destroyed your channel. Correct, much. correct. Yeah. yeah, but now, like looking forward with an editor, like I know the content will be good. Like it'll be, it'll be quality content. Uh, it'll be shit that people want to watch. The thumbnails are going to be good, like shit like that. So once I make it a well-oiled machine, I, I have like a routine that I can get into every day. It will just be a, be a wake up nine to five make a runescape video have some extras for the weekend and just bang out a video every single fucking day for a year i can do that i can do that next year for sure that's cool that like okay so i love making my rambles mainly because it's zero effort it's just me talking yep. into my camera for uh 10 minutes to an hour um and then upload literally and then just make a yep. stupid thumbnail which is always the same process <laughs> <laughs> yep but a lot of people really enjoy it and they like hearing what I have to say about the game and stuff. I just wonder because I could definitely do something like that every day. I just get scared. It's the same thing with the Save cast. Even though I could make, you know, two or three episodes a week, should I? Is that a good yeah. thing to do? Will I get burned out? Will I not be as on top? Will I not be as bubbly or entertaining? Does it just kind of make me like, ugh, like I have to do one of these again? Yeah, so, yeah. That's what worries me. So I guess I don't know. Uh, it's definitely like something you have to think about because mm-hmm. you you can upload too much. But for me personally, like when I was first starting, mm-hmm. it was just like it was throwing enough shit at a wall, something eventually stuck. You know, I was yeah. like, it's it's <laughs> pure it's pure volume, and the quality can suffer for now until I find something that sticks, and yes. I'm gonna fucking stick to it after that. And that's like. It's something that I have done and this, uh, you know what? It sounds a little fucking scummy, but I would oftentimes start a new series where I'm like, this is a great idea. And if I uploaded it and the videos were doing shit, I would just stop that series, come up with a new idea and start a new one. Like I would never finish my series. And people were like, you never fucking finish a series. I'm like, yeah, no shit, bro. I'm getting 5,000 views of video when I could be getting a hundred. Of course, I'm not going to finish that fucking series. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's always kind of been a thing for me, just throwing enough shit at a wall until something sticks. And then once you find that thing that sticks, if you've got people that enjoy your rambles and you're getting good views and you're happy with the amount that you're getting, fucking do it every day, bro. Why not? Like, if, especially if people are watching it and uh, you might find that you you punch out a bunch of volume, you get a lot of rambles out and then one just fucking sticks and pops off. Like, true. It's, you, it's true. You kind of just got to, you got to just bet on yourself at some point. That's true. One of the, coolest things with at least the Sebe cast is i upload and all of a sudden a year later one of the episodes just gets recommended a bunch yep yeah uh, it actually happened with zoe pancakes uh cast when 
when I first uploaded that, it got to like 6,000 views within the mm-hmm. first like week. And I was like, okay, like that's solid for a cast. And then by the end of like that next month, it was around like 9,000. I was like, okay, cool. It kind of like plateaued, probably plateau around like 12K maybe after like a few more months. And then yep. all of a sudden, there's just like this huge spike. And now it's at like 34,000 just it, over the past like month and a half. There, there's something that just happens, bro. It's so weird. It's, um, it's just recently started happening with me as well on a uh, video I did called Pretending to be a Noob. Mm. Uh, to make streamers smile it's a series that i did and i've just sent you a picture in discord now I, this I, is I like watched the video where i was in it <laughs> but yeah see. yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah you were in one so like you can see at the end there the spike in viewership like that has just recently happened it's gone from getting no views to now it's getting like two and a half thousand views every single day yep and that is something that happens a lot i don't understand what it is that like starts pushing the videos into the algorithm but um that was one of the big things that happened with my battle royale videos they would reach a certain viewership then it would plateau and then all of a sudden it would just get back into the other algorithm and just start absolutely pumping up and it's just like yeah i don't know what it is man i don't know what it is it's a good feeling because you're doing nothing yeah yeah <laughs> exactly it go exactly up, like, hell yeah dude this- that's i remember talking to uh somebody i i, I want to say who i've talked to but it's just been 100 people now you can't even remember yeah. but um <laughs> uh slayer music you know the guy that made all the quest guides yep, like yep, yep. dude apparently for like years after he was inactive making quest guides you know just the occasional one here and there he was still getting like i think four million or like two to four million uh, maybe it was two million. I think it was two million views a month. Mm-hmm. Yep, like it's f- fucking for doing crazy, nothing. <laughs> like that's it's insane. Absolutely nuts. Like that's that's one of the big things in my channel. I think we spoke about this last time I was on the cast. Is um, I, I used to have a word for them, but they're just like they're slow burners, and it's just like guides and shit like that are just constantly going to get views over time to the point where like I made so many guides and it's something that um, like Theoatrix has done, like all, all those people that make a bunch of guides, like mm-hmm. that's their whole shtick. They make guides. Um, They're timeless almost. Yeah, they are. Kind of. And it's like, it's a real good cushion because now like I've made so many guides in the past. I'm planning on doing some more again, but I can now not upload ever and I still have enough money to pay my bills. I've got like, a, nice. there's there's a baseline. I will never go under that because all my old videos continuously still get views. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that's a big thing with the guides. It was a big thing with the battle royales as well. Like um, I had three battle royale videos on YouTube that over the past, however many years that they've been uploaded um, were making me collectively a thousand dollars every month from doing nothing you know what i mean that's they're just yeah it's absolutely fucking insane so it's like it's great to just like have that cushion as well um and yeah they're just they're just timeless videos and just somehow they just get back into the algorithm and it was weird because like when when i started youtube i had no one that i could talk to like for advice it was just like i had to figure all this shit out myself and that is sort of all i knew because I made those guys, I've always sort of had that baseline. There, there's always just like, I never go down to zero. Mm-hmm. And I would speak to people that were like averaging 
more views than I was on their videos. And they're talking about how like they can't afford to do content creation full-time. Like they've still got their full-time job. They can't afford it. And I was like, how the fuck? Like you get more views than I do. And it's just like, they, if they don't upload, they go down to zero. That's not Mm -hmm. something that happens to me. And like, I didn't realize that. I thought everyone, everyone's channel would be exactly like mine because that's all I knew. I, you know, there's no one you could go to for advice. We're all learning this shit um, for ourselves. But yeah, it's, um, it's, it's really nice to have that cushion for sure. Yeah, that it's definitely. And again, I'm in, I was in the same boat, still am in the same boat where I'm just clueless. I just started the YouTube, had no idea what I was doing. In fact, a lot of my videos were just not even able to be monetized because I just throw yep. on some music on it because I'm like, ah, I'm not going to take this seriously. And then I realized <laughs> yep. like, all of those videos with the music, like those little like guides I'd make, just music guides, like they actually, some of them pop off. I'm like, Jesus, yep. I should have just d- disabled the music. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah, it is, it is cool. Money. It is cool because like for the longest time, and this is why whenever I get a streamer on the cast that's exclusively a streamer, I'm like, dude, try YouTube. Do it. Like just yep. just do it because it's just another form of revenue, especially when they're full time. If you have your own job and you're just streaming for fun, that's a different story. But like, yeah, man, YouTube has given me so much cushion room with it just being able to do my own thing. And I'm, I don't make much right now. It, mm-hmm. you know i'm still growing my channel i'm still growing everything else but like that cushion and that baseline is something you don't get on twitch twitch yep. is just like ruthless like if you don't stream that month <laughs> you're fucked yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent but yeah no it's um yeah the guides they're timeless like I'm, I'm looking right now at my like back-end analytics of my all-time highest viewing videos. We've got Battle Royale 2, 1.6 million. And Jeez, then so many views. Number two is Nightmare Zone Guide for Noobs, <laughs> which, by the way, is fucking terrible. Don't ever watch that video. Oh, I, it's I just, just the title guide. of that video, I know I would just absolutely hate it. <laughs> right. It was made in 2017. It has 906,000 views. Holy Almost fuck. a million views. How, on wait, a okay. Fucking, for, for, for those listening, how many hours did you put into that video just oh none bro like probably less than two (laughs) like yeah it's just like yeah it's fucking crazy so that's my do are are you comfortable sharing the revenue from that video for just two hours yeah i'm just very curious two and a half thousand us (laughs) dollars yeah that's a pretty good hourly it's a pretty good hourly you know what i mean um but yeah, so that and then my next one is eight hundred thousand on a fire cape guide, which is probably still good. I haven't watched it in a mm-hmm. while, but you know, it's hard to fuck one of those up. <laughs> eight hundred thousand on a Zolra guide. Uh, I've got four hundred thousand on a uh, blast furnace guide. Four hundred thousand on a Bandos solo guide. So how to get started with Slayer? It's called Slayer for noobs. Three hundred thousand views. Holy shit. Ultimate 1 to 99 fletching guide. This was the third video I ever made on YouTube. 300,000 views. Like, the guides are just fucking timeless, bro. It's yep, crazy. Yep. Those que- I mean, unfortunately, we have Quest Helper now, but Slayer Music was just, ooh, can't even yep. imagine just being the Quest guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> Everyone yeah, knows your name. Yeah. Quest comes out, do the Quest, <laughs> make a little video, boom, it's timeless. Yep, yep um another another big one for the timeless videos is the long videos i can't remember if i was the first person to do it but it might have been soup 
I think it was definitely Soup on his Iron Man series where he just took every episode of his Iron Man series, made it into one video and just uploaded the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I took every... Well? Yeah, I took every episode of my Maxing series and I put it into one 12-hour, 15-minute video and I uploaded it. So every single thing in that video was already on YouTube. I had uploaded every single one of those videos individually. All I did was put them together, render it out, upload it on YouTube. 650,000 views over the past uh, two years, three years, uh, and almost $5,000. Like That is insane. For, no- for nothing. Like, it's just, yeah. So, there's. I wonder, okay, well, first of all, what's the longest you can upload? So, it used to not have a limit, but now the limit is 12 hours. So, like, okay. I, I have videos on my channel uh, for example, the first speedrun cup, I believe that's like 28 hours or something along those lines. It's 21 hours, the original speedrun cup. Mm. Um, and then I tried to do that this year. I was like, I just want to upload all of the speedrun cup in, in one go. And it was like, guess what? You can't upload anything over 12 hours anymore. I was like, fuck, <laughs> you know, that's, uh, that's going to throw us better in the works. But yeah, the, the long videos, like they do really well. It's just because um, watch YouTube time is one of the... To, yeah, like they'll... Yeah, yeah. Watch time is one of the massive things. And it's yeah. just like, um, you know, watch time and click-through rate. Uh, if you've got a low watch time and a high click-through rate, you're absolutely laughing. But if I upload a 12-hour video and, you know... It's got a one percent click through rate, but the average watch time is an hour. <laughs> like, yep. You're just gonna be like, okay, your video got someone to stick on our fucking website for an hour. Yeah, we're gonna keep pushing this video. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, I was like, well, there's over three. Th- there is over three hundred and thirty hours of Sebe casts right now. I was like, <laughs> I wonder what the max is. They just put like Sebe casts one through a hundred, three hundred yep. plus hour video. Just yeah, yeah. Yeah, average watch time 100 hours just like <laughs> 0. Point, 0.01% click through rate but still just make it back. oh god <laughs> yeah no that would be that would be good but yeah unfortunately yeah not that many hours on youtube anymore i wonder what the longest youtube video on on a website is are you finding it no, I'm not. Okay, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, okay. I'm, just, I'm, just, um, I'm just wondering. <laughs> okay, so let's see. There's a topic here. We've already covered these first three from Polo Bay, but he's he has he's got one that's pretty interesting. It is actually there's two. I'm gonna read the first one. Who was your favorite competitor in the recent battle royale? One from the rookies and one from the vets. Ooh, playing favorites. Okay the okay that's tough that's there's so many good moments um i think when i when i think of my favorite competitors i would have to go outside of the things that i enjoyed watching and just go straight up who i think i got the most value out of in terms of entertainment um from the qualifiers I'm gonna go West Ham Dino uh, because they put on such a great show. They were they were hunting like there was so much action, and that's exactly what I I'd been looking for from every single battle royale. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I want everyone to just like I just want there to be constant action. It's so much better for the show. But mm-hmm. the problem was like 
I would sit there at the end of a battle royale and be like, fuck, like it's so annoying that these people won't put on a show. Like just fucking start fighting each other. Like why, why won't they do this? And, you know, I had to have a big moment within myself and be like, it's because you've got shit rules, Jake. If you want people to do something, make the rules so that they do those things that you want to do. Yep. So uh, we changed the rules up this year and, and put money on bounties and shit like that. And um, it was absolutely perfect. And West Ham and Dino, like they just came out of the fucking, out of the woodwork and just went absolutely ham on it. And it was, it was so much fun to watch in the, uh, in the qualifiers. Uh, but I think for the main event, uh, I got to go Mammal and Curtis. They're just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was so crazy to just have like a couple of Iron Men that don't PK just come out and win so much money for the bounties <laughs> and, and take on the PKs. And it was just like, oh, it, was, it was absolutely unreal. Absolutely unreal. But that being said, like, you know, obviously, you know, you've asked, asked for the favorites. Everyone that was involved this year is like, um, it can't be understated how much I appreciate them participating. I get a lot of people that participated messaging me like, bro, thank you so much for having me on. It's like, no, dude, this doesn't happen without you guys. Like, don't fucking thank me. Thank you. Like everyone that competed, it doesn't happen without them. So um, yeah, obviously I picked a couple of favorites, but everyone that participated this year um, yeah. is, is just so huge. Speaking of West Ham and Dino, they're actually both going to be on the cast next week together. Oh, amazing. Amazing. And they've both been on exclusively solo. So now put pairing them mm -hmm. up. But they're just, there's both just such high energy and so well spoken. It's just fun. Yep. You know, they're just yep. fun people. So I th yeah, for sure. No, they're, they're some good boys. A couple of my favorites for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, uh, this is the I don't understand this one. Ditter Bitter asks, "How do you get the oomph, Jake? How do you get the oomph?" <laughs> this is actually a reference to a um a DM we had the other day, and you know, Ditter and I we, we talk all the time about you know we both don't really enjoy RuneScape that much, but it's our job and we got to do it. And he messaged me. Ditter, he comes to me for advice. He's like my little bro. You know what I mean? Um. He, he comes to me for advice and he was like, he goes, Jake, I was like, he goes, how do you, how do you just sit there and make videos that you don't want to make? He's like, how do you get the oomph? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, Mahir, do you want to fucking work a nine to five as an accountant? And he was like, absolutely not. I go, well then work a fucking nine to five playing RuneScape. Shut the fuck up and just get your work done. <laughs> That's how you get the fucking oomph, bro. That's how you get the oomph. Just get it fucking done. You want to sit at a desk and fucking run a numbers on a calculator for some dude doing his fucking taxes all day? No. Well, play some fucking RuneScape and stop complaining about it. You know what I mean? Like, get it done. So, yeah. That's good. He's, dude. Um, I, I fucking yeah. loved it a bit. He, he is literally, he's like my little bro. He really is. He's so funny. I'm so yeah. <laughs> glad he's like so active in the community. Like he's all over yeah. Twitter. He's just a clown and it's awesome. It's fun. <laughs> you know, it's fun to have him around. You know what? I, I wouldn't call him a clown. I call him a fucking goofball. He's such a goofy little kid. Yes. That, that's better. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, uh, he's the boy. He's a boy for sure. Okay. Here's one going back to uh, some of those events you've run. Speedrun Cup, Battle Royale. <clears throat> Iron Socks asks, funniest thing from recordings creators slash contestants have sent that never made it to the final edit of a video. 
<laughs> um, okay. So there was in Battle Royale 2, um, there was a couple of contestants uh, that will remain nameless because they said some things they definitely should not be saying. And uh, I listened to their recording back and I was like, oh, oh my fucking God, I cannot believe they've just said these things. <laughs> And uh, I hit them up afterwards and they were like, oh, shit, yeah. I mean, obviously, don't put that in. I was like, yeah, no shit, I'm going <laughs> to fucking put that in. Um, but for the most part, like, there's not been any funny things that don't make it because if they're funny, uh, most of the creators obviously know that they shouldn't say things they shouldn't say so if they say something funny it's gonna go in the video you know what i mean mm. I'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna not put it in but um yeah they have the, the only funny things i would say is just like behind the scenes things like you know who do you know i'll be talking and i'll, I'll just be like dude how the fuck has this guy messed up his recording so badly after i set it up like it makes absolutely <laughs> no sense or you know i'll it takes me five DMs to get a, a response from someone. And like, it, it's just funny shit like that behind mm -hmm. the scenes where Hootie and I are kind of just making fun of people. <laughs> that's that's the funny shit that doesn't make it. We're just, yeah. Um, but anytime a creator says something funny, um, it, it goes in the video. It doesn't make sense not to yeah. include all of the funny shit. But, um, you know, sometimes people say things that they shouldn't say. <laughs> And that is definitely not coming out. I've certainly said things I shouldn't say before. Um, and you're not going to put it in I, the video. <laughs> definitely not. I remember there was one time um, Skidler, uh, he, something happened. I don't know. He might have been sick, but he was really worried uh, about taking days off. He had mad twitch anxiety that his sub count was going to go down. So I, um, I told him I'd stream for him on his channel while he was away. And... Um, I did a live stream on his channel and then afterwards I was recording a video. I can't remember who it was with and um, recording on my end and I, we, were, we were just talking about some people in the community we didn't like, we, mm -hmm. we didn't enjoy and I was just absolutely fucking blaming the shit out of them and afterwards I pressed stop recording and something inside my mind just fucking triggered. And I was like, holy fuck, I just clicked stop streaming. Oh, so I, no. I panic because that would have been on Skidler's channel as well. Oh, he said, no. These people out. Luckily, I hadn't started streaming. But yeah, oh. you know what? Some, sometimes we say some things we shouldn't. And, you know, I like to keep out of drama these days. Um, there's obviously some, there's always going to be people in the community that I don't exactly enjoy the company of, but, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I try and keep out of drama and that just would have been, that would have been awful. Bro, so tell you. that, that start stream, start record button, they're scarily close to each other. Yeah. And like, well, now I, um, I use two separate, uh, OBSs. I mm. use OBS for recording and then I use, um, Streamlabs OBS for, um, streaming. So I never, ever could have that problem again. Okay. That's. Smart. Yeah. Unless you're really sorry, I just drunk. cut you off there. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything can happen there. Anything I know. can happen there. <laughs> scary. Oh, jeez. Um, okay. Uh, here's a kind of interesting question. I'm curious. <clears throat> Why Ace asks, did public speaking come natural to you? Have you ever been intimidated or overwhelmed to do any content that you knew would get decently wide community press? I guess like the whole um, like being in front of the spotlight is kind of like the main 
I was never good with public speaking, like in front of a crowd. I'll like I've done it before. I've done stand up comedy before, but it was never something that like just came naturally. Like I've always been naturally pretty nervous to speak in front of a crowd, and I've always been nervous um, about how my content is going to be received. Um, so yeah, I've definitely definitely been nervous to to try new things before or upload a video and. Um, it sucks when you upload a video and it doesn't do well, but, um, it's also amazing when you upload it like a risky video and it does do well. So, um, it definitely doesn't come natural. It's something that I've had to learn. I'm still no good at public speaking. Like I would be scared to get up in front of a crowd. I think it's different when I'm talking to myself at a computer, but even when I first started like recording YouTube videos, I would specifically wait for my housemate at the time to go to work because I was scared of recording videos in my bedroom talking to myself while he was home because I thought he was going to judge me. You know uh-huh, what I mean? Uh-huh, yeah. So like that's that's something I had to learn to get past. And yeah, yeah. it definitely doesn't come natural. But now it's just like, oh, dude, I could do this shit all day. I don't give a fuck who's around. I don't care who's listening to me. It's funny that you brought up that last thing of like having other people in the house when you're making a video because like holy shit if somebody were to if i were to walk in on myself recording a ramble just me literally talking to my computer screens and Mm -hmm. like the amount of so and i've talked about this before of this idea like the the youtuber voice you know what i mean when you first start youtube (laughs) every single person monotone and boring as fuck because they're just so scared like they they can't break out it happened to me for years, you know, you just see ramble number one, then you see ramble number 50, see ramble number 100, see ramble number 140, I just uploaded it. It's like they all get more and more aggressive, you know, every yep. single one. Yep. And, you know, I have my two brothers here, usually when I'm recording, they're at work, but occasionally, like, they'll be in the rooms, and I'm just, like, yelling, basically, at the top of my lungs, basically, like, making a ramble or something. And, yeah, for the longest time, it was pretty scary, but you just eventually are like, I don't even care yeah yeah exactly and like you got to do what you got to do it's just like back then i was worried what people would think because like i'm taking a big risk i want to become a youtuber like people like even to this day you tell people that you're a youtuber and some people are like what the fuck like it doesn't happen much to me anymore because i'll say oh i'm a youtuber and they'll say how many subscribers do you have and then i'll say and they go oh shit like you you're actually a youtuber Mm -hmm. it's just like Bro, I was actually a YouTuber when I had fucking 5,000 subscribers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's just, so it's, it was always like nerve wracking back then. But now yeah. it's sort of like, you know what? I've got the, I've got the baseline. I know I can do this. I've proved the, like, proven the concept. It's just like, there's nothing to be embarrassed about anymore. Yeah. There's nothing anyone can say. And it's just like, now it's, now it's work. I wouldn't go into, uh, my friend works at a Nando's. I wouldn't walk in and, um, laugh at them when they're uh, <laughs> taking my order. I wouldn't go, oh, gee, this is so funny. How embarrassing. Like, no, they're doing their fucking yeah. job, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That is funny. That's a funny example. That is totally true. Yeah. Oh, God. That's cool. Um, all right. So let me see. Oh, the, uh, okay. We got to cover it. We got to cover it. I'm sorry for the, for those listening, you might want to just skip the next five minutes, but, uh, <clears throat> here we go. Randy <clears throat> asks, would you rather piss for an hour straight or shit for an hour straight? This is actually the most liked, uh, reply to the tweet. So Jesus Christ. And he says nonstop. So would you rather piss nonstop for an hour straight or poop? You and- know what? 
I like I've I said I like to stay out of drama, but that dude is the weirdest motherfucker <laughs> I have ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. And I think that really shows in this question. Like, what the fuck is that? That dude is so strange. I just don't get it. I, <laughs> so I, I want to give my two cents because Randy is a he is a legend in my heart. And the reason is, is because out of I always considered him a big YouTuber, you know, and I was always like a small dude that just like sort of started streaming. Um, I went through some pretty for the time I thought it was huge. It, it was literally the smallest amount of drama ever. But at the time it was overwhelming. Um, I went through my own drama and you know who the only creator, the only person really to reach out was Rendy. He reached out to me on Discord personally and he sent a long, very kind message saying like, hey man, I've gone through this shit before. Like he, I I didn't even expect him to know what I'd gone through because we weren't even like that close at that point. You know what I mean? Mm. And he just comes out and gives like the nicest thoughts basically to what i was going through and it was just like damn and ever since then he's been very very kind to me and uh yeah so even though i will totally admit one of the strangest dudes i've ever met especially (laughs) i don't know if you saw his little phase on on stream where he was doing like he was like riding a, a like a standing bike and like the stream controlled the like the stream like so or sorry the chat controlled the stream so he like made all this code and like you could basically just use channel points and it would just like freak the stream it was crazy anyway but yeah i agree with you very strange yeah just um no fair enough i you know i'm definitely i haven't had much experience with a guy Uh you know what i mean Uh but just everything that i've seen points me to believe that he is strange it's just like i don't know that's just not my vibe it's just just strange that's fair um, that's fair i think i would rather shit for an hour because i would lose more calories yeah yep. no i was i was thinking about that because um like you know okay i, I know I, I told everyone to skip this for the like five minutes because it's just gross but um <laughs> you, you know when you just get like a big load in the toilet yeah and it yep. just feels good, like release. Like the yep. release of a number two over the release of a Ugh. number one is just like way better. And so Unrivaled. now for for an hour, that uh, I'd probably say piss mainly because I'm standing for an hour. Well, I'd probably right. just sit at that point. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, I can't. I can't be a sitter. I'd stand. But, you can't uh, sit to pee. No, I mean, I can. I'm not going to. You know. Oh, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm I was gonna say, like, you know I, mean? I swear, every time I go for a number two, I gotta do a number one. Like, oh, yeah. I sit to pee oh, all yeah, the yeah. time. You know. See, you know what would actually be cool if you could like split it down the middle, so it's like thirty minutes of both. Oh, that would be <laughs> nice. Actually, we'd take those. We'd okay. take those. Anyway, uh, yeah, we had we had to cover it. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here's here's one. Um, you know, we are we were already talking about some of the foods that we eat in a normal day, but uh Yes Lunch. His name is literally Yes Lunch. He wow. asks, got any quick and easy breakfast ideas? So we probably can name change. Yes, breakfast. Yes, I do have a quick and easy breakfast idea. It's what I have for breakfast every single morning. It's a zero sugar monster energy. I uh I skip breakfast because <laughs> when I'm trying to be in a deficit, mm-hmm. um if I am hungry, I'm going to want to eat, but yeah. I can stop myself from eating for a little while 
Um, but if I eat breakfast and then I'll eat lunch, um, I'm going to get super hungry towards the end of the day. Yep. If I skip breakfast and, and I wait to eat until like 4 p.m., then I can have two meals and be under uh, my calories for the day and not be hungry because I've, I've just recently eaten. I'll eat almost like before bed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'd never eat breakfast. I think the whole breakfast is the most important meal of the day. It's so old school. It's like, what the fuck do you need the food for? You know what I mean? Just get mm-hmm. shit done. <laughs> yeah. No, I've actually noticed that myself. I've always been a breakfast eater, mainly because uh, I'm just, that's like the first thing on my mind. I guess it's just routine at this point. I just wake up and I'm mm-hmm. like, I want to eat. And yep. if I don't eat, I'm just going to be hangry for like the next few hours. <laughs> now, my older yep. brother, I mean, he literally will just eat dinner. But his dinner is like fucking order out and just get like two things, yep. you know, just like two big yep. meals. Um, so, yeah, I mean, my breakfast is just a shake. I know he didn't ask me. He's asking you, but uh, it's just a shake. But I will totally... I'm, I'm totally agreeing with you on as soon as I eat breakfast, I'm ready for lunch in three hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then it goes yeah. like the next three hours. Like I want to eat again. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, the, the later in the day I can make it without eating. Like I, I do that every single day. I push as far as I can before I'm like, I need fucking food right mm-hmm. now. And sometimes that's just like, you know what? Sometimes I'll make it through a whole day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'll just go, I didn't, I didn't super fucking eat. tired. If you get super tired and you can actually just pass out without eating, like that's a great yep. feeling. Because then the next oh, morning, if 100%. you're trying to lose weight, you're like, I'm a baller. You know what I mean? Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And like, you know. Obviously, I, I enjoy going to the gym and I'm, I'm looking to build muscle and, you know, go on this weight loss journey and not eating ever is obviously very fucking unhealthy and like having a super low calories is really unhealthy. But like, unless you're like a fucking proper performance athlete trying to be top of your fucking, you know, your respective area, like you don't have to be a hundred million percent dialed in exactly on your fucking diet and exercise to get the results. Like you just, sometimes you just don't eat. Sometimes you do eat. Sometimes you go over. Sometimes your training's lacking a little bit. Like you don't have to be a hundred percent dialed in if you're, if you're not trying to be the best in your area, like you're you're still going to get results. Mm -hmm. Okay. Aaron Carley asks, Top three, or he's not, well, I guess he is asking. Top three Australian OSRS streamer slash content creators, excluding yourself. Oh, okay. Wow. I'm glad he said excluding myself because yeah. I'm definitely been, the best. You would have been the top three. Yeah. All three. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'll be honest. I don't really watch that many Australian old school streamers. I think I only know three. <laughs> like all right who's the t- who's the top though not me who's okay the- wait hang on yeah i know four okay um so that's so one per- of them's not making the list oh shit yeah I, I, okay yeah shit i can't i can't say all of them then all right i'm gonna okay so oh gee um you fucked up man <laughs> yeah that's that's silly the person that isn't gonna make the list knows exactly who they are as well <laughs> One of one of my close IRL friends, um, oh Perp, Defy J, Moni Moo. That's my list. Oh, that's a great list. Yeah, that's yeah. I um, list. I recently met up with Defy, um, IRL. He moved down 
um, to the state that I live in. And he lived not too far away. And uh, him and Katarina were actually coming down to, to my digs mm-hmm. uh, to meet up with some other people. And he messaged me. He's like, hey, you want to come down the pub? And I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll come down the pub. And uh, met up with them, got a couple of drinks. And um, I went to the bar um, to get around for everyone. And while I was there, this guy comes up to me and he was like, Evisuke? And I was like, you're joking. Like, this is fucking outrageous. Of all times that this happens, like, I'm not trying to sound a, a little up myself here, Seda, but I do get <laughs> recognized a fair bit. There's a lot of people somehow from like the city that I live in and like the adjacent city to me where I go out sometimes, for some reason, I just get recognized pretty often. <laughs> like my IRL friends will be like, well, how the fuck do we go out to a different pub every week and someone comes up to you and knows who you are? I was like, I have no <laughs> idea. Like, it's fucking crazy. So this guy comes up to me and it's like, it's not a shock because like it's happened before and mm-hmm. like it does happen regularly. But I was like, how crazy is this that someone has recognized me while defying Katarina here? Like, I was like, oh, bro, do you like, do you know me from the streams? He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh shit, you'd fucking know Defy then. I'm like, I point out at Defy oh, and no. it, they're like waving at each other. Oh, like, oh yeah, he, yeah, he knew him too. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was like, sure. Oh, like, he doesn't know I was like, cool, man. Like, I was like, yeah. Fucking, you know, have a good day. Nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. And then I walk back out and I was like, did you guys fucking see that shit? And they're like, what? I was like, that guy just fucking recognized me. Like, and uh, said he knew Defiant shit as well. And they're just like, they're laughing just like a little too much. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. fucking suspicious how much they're laughing. And I was like, this is suspicious. I was like, what the fuck did you guys do? This is, you're laughing a little too hard. Defy paid this guy $20 to come up and say he knew me. (laughs) He's given some random guy 20 bucks at the pub to come up because he thought it would catch me off guard. And I was just like, it, it was just like a normal thing. Like it's oh happened before. God. It didn't catch me off guard. He's given this random guy $20 to come up to me. And like in the video, you can see, like he took a video of it. Like you can see I'm not caught off guard. I'm like, oh, hey man, how you doing? Nice to meet you. Like, it's just like, oh, it was so fucking funny. I was like, bro, why are you paying people to to come up and, and say hi. And then it was so funny because we were like, it's so hard to not sound up myself when I say it happens like pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, like it didn't catch me off guard because it does happen like, you know, all the time. And obviously they're making fun of me for saying that. And fair enough, like it's hard not to sound up yourself. I would make fun of me too if I heard someone <laughs> saying that shit. But not even three days later, I was walking into the supermarket and some guy was walking out of the supermarket. He's like, yo, Evscape, keep up the streams, man. I was like, hey, thanks, bro. Oh my I messaged, God. I messaged Defy immediately. I was like, how many motherfuckers did you pay while you were here, bro? Like, <laughs> <laughs> He's paid every single one since then. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But I've been recognized in like some fucking strange places. There's a, um, there's a nightclub uh in melbourne the city adjacent to me called uh revolver we call it revs and it's just like where you go when there's nowhere else to go it's like a it's open 24 7 like someone has died there before and they didn't find the body they didn't find the body for three days like there was a dead person there was a dead person just chilling there for three fucking days it's outrageous like find the body just smell it they had no idea this person was dead. Like it was just yeah, not crazy. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So um, I got recognized at Revs, at Revolver. And I want to say 
9.30 a.m. after a huge night out. I was absolutely off my face on MDMA. And this guy <laughs> is in the toilets at this nightclub. And he's like, bro, EV scape. I was like, what's up, man? He's like, do you want some fucking ket? You want this ketamine? And I was just like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for watching the videos. I'm already so fucked. No, I don't want your bathroom ketamine. I appreciate it. But that's all you, my friend. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's so weird. Like telling people that I get recognized. There was, uh, I went to the city once with my friend Maddie and we were out on a night out, um, at a place called, uh, Storyville. Nice, nice little R and B club. It was about 4am. We're in the smokers area. And this guy's like, yo, EV scape, watch your videos. And, um, are they all like, like in their twenties? They're all in their twenties, right? Just like yeah, random yeah, yeah, dudes yeah, yeah. that would yep, that, yep. that you would expect to watch your content, right? Yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. And um, yeah, so like I got recognized there, and it was so funny. And then um, the next day it was the day that I met her boyfriend for the first time, and like he came over, and Maddie was telling this story. She's like, "Oh yeah, Jake's a YouTuber." She's like, oh, it's crazy. Last night we were out and he got recognized. Like he's super famous. Like just, you know, I'm like, no, I'm not fucking super famous. And I was like, Maddie, you can't just tell people this. Like I'm meeting your boyfriend for the first time and he's just going to think I'm a big fucking weirdo. You're talking about how famous I am and people <laughs> recognize me. I was just like, you can't be saying this shit. I'm going to yeah. look so stupid. And then we go out that night, like we backed it up and we went out with him and the pub that we went to that night called Temperance, uh, I got recognized there while he was there and i was like thank fuck because now shit. i don't i don't seem like a fucking uh, an idiot now like it's actually happened in that front of him, you know what i mean yeah so um i uh i got recognized from the vlogs one time it's the only time a girl has ever said they watch my videos and i was walking through this pub called the inn and this girl's like jake and i was like do i know you she's like i watch your videos and i was like oh you play runescape she was like what and I was like, wait, you watch my vlogs? And she was like, yes. I was like, okay, that is fucking crazy, man. That is nuts. And we were, I, I was with all my friends and they're like, did she just say she watches the vlogs? And I was like, bro, what? That's crazy. That is so strange. See, I've, there's been one time, I think, I'm trying to think, maybe it was even you that I was mentioning this on, but um, one of, the, so a girl that worked with my brother, her boyfriend watched my stream and then somehow i don't know how it all went down because i don't work over there but basically he found out that she, that his girlfriend works with the brother of me and so somehow i kind of came to knowledge that you know whatever i'm the streamer and this is like three years ago or something or no i guess it was like two years ago and uh, yeah, we ended up meeting up for dinner at their house. And so it was like the first time where I actually met somebody who had already met me previously without me knowing. You know what I mean? It's that is strange. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, a bunch of my like a bunch of my girlfriends, like they'll put an Instagram story up or something when we're just hanging out and they'll get people DMing them like, is that EV scape? <laughs> I'm like, how so does this funny. fucking even happen? I remember there was one, one of the funniest times I've ever been recognized is... Um, I was sleeping with this girl and um, we stopped seeing each other. It didn't really end that well. Um, but she she was still like in our friendship group. She was friends with my friends. And I found out that the next guy she started seeing after me was like a big fan of my videos. Oh, and I was God. just like, oh, bro, it was just, oh, my God. 
fuck me, I'm woodcutting right now and my volume's up and I just had a fucking bird's nest screaming. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. You got the Cree screech? Oh, yeah, that just got me so bad. Holy shit. Um, yeah, and it was just like, it was such a funny, it was such a funny I win moment because it ended so poorly and she's got a new guy like straight afterwards and he was a fan of mine. I was just like, this is great. This is perfect. That's funny. Okay. Um, here's a topic from Chris Scholes. He asks, how often, if ever, do you rewatch your old content? Oh, okay. That's do you a rewatch cool question. It? I do. Sometimes I'll go back and watch my old videos for hmm. sure. Interesting. Um, I would say it's infrequent. Infrequent would be the answer to that. But yeah, sometimes I'll go back and like a lot of the time when I'm trying to come up with a new video idea, I'll go back to old ones that I might have made a long time ago during the like video every day kind of thing where like they would have been bangers, but like I just didn't have the traction back then. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I'll just remake them. Like for instance, I made a video um, years and years and years ago, probably five years ago. It was one, one of the first videos I ever made, which was um, drunk people play RuneScape for the first time. And I had a party at my house and I would get people drunk and then I would bring them in and I would get them to try and complete the cook's assistant quest with <laughs> no prior knowledge of RuneScape. And it was so fucking funny but i had like 200 subs at the time you know what i mean like mm -hmm. it just didn't didn't have the traction to go uh, to go off again and i rewatched that one the other day and i was like this is such a fucking banger like i'm doing this again for sure so i'm organizing to have a bunch of friends that weren't in the first one that have never played runescape to to come and do that again so That's yeah cool. i am um, that's a cool yeah, idea. I go I go back and watch them all the time because it's like it's memories, you know. Like mm -hmm. you, you get to go back and and look how bad you used to be. I guess like how shit yeah, your videos. Yeah, used that's to why be. I tried not to watch back in, in my videos. Yeah, yeah. It so, is helpful yeah, it's, though, it's for good. sure, and it's it's good, especially with how much variety you have on your channel. Like, yep. you gotta have some ideas that spawn in your head from watching those. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's, you know, I, I draw inspiration from other creators. You know, I watch mm -hmm. their videos. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I could do something like this or it might spawn an idea. And it's just like, I also uh, draw inspiration from myself, my old content. You know, it's yeah. just something that, uh, yeah. Okay, here's his second question. I like this one. Um, I'm actually going to answer it first, even though it's directed toward you. Do you mm -hmm. think it's beneficial to remember where you came from? Not your mother's Ooh. womb, I'm assuming, but more like your, you know, your your content creations. Uh, where yeah, you yeah, yeah. And yes, I do think it's a good thing to realize, especially if, at least for me, starting out, um, like you really don't know where you're gonna go. You know what I mean? Uh, mm -hmm. When you first start st streaming or you know making YouTube videos, in fact a lot of the time my thought process was this isn't going to work out or like, uh, I'm probably going to have to like, just go get a normal job or I'm going to have to go back to school or whatever, you know? And seeing if I could just like see in the future then and just see like two years from then or three or four years from then and just be like, okay, look, you've made something where you don't have to work a nine to five. <laughs> like, and yep. you're fine. You know what I mean? And you're, you're living life. That if I just had that knowledge, like that would have been amazing. So I think it is beneficial to remember because it's the same thing I look at now 
where I see myself now after four years having started, I see what is, it would be cool to see three years in the future, you know, and just see where I'm at. Yeah. But I don't know. It's, it's cool to kind of think that way of like, you know what, whoever I am three years from now is going to look back right now and be like, dude, if only you knew, if only you knew. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a cool thought. Yeah, I agree, man. It's definitely beneficial to remember where you came from, especially like, you know, coming from a whole lot of not much, you know, yeah. I sit there now. And, and like I said, one of my goals this year is to make a hundred thousand dollars, like, um, coming, like knowing that that's a possibility, like a very real possibility, like it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely going to happen. Um, and remembering the times where I, was sleeping on a single fucking mattress on the floor because I couldn't afford a bed frame. I used to eat wheat bix with water because I couldn't fucking justify buying milk. Jesus like Christ. I would have two meals a day. I'd eat wheat bix for breakfast and I would have fucking ramen noodles for dinner. Like I yep. couldn't afford shit. Like yep. coming from then, and it's just like it's great to look back and be like, I'm so glad that I did that and bet on myself. Yeah rather than just like doing the regular nine to five shit and, and not taking any risks. And I'm going to take that fucking risk every single day of the week. I had a, uh, a conversation with uh, one of my friends the other day and um, she was, she was saying, why, why would you want to risk something good? You know, why would you, you've got something good going. Why would you want to risk it? And I was just like, if I've got something good and I can take a risk and have a chance at something fucking great, I am taking that every single day of the week. Like I'm, yeah. I won't even, I won't even think twice. And that is like, that's not something I would have thought six years ago when I was first starting. Like it, yeah. it took everything to take that risk. And now, knowing where I came from and knowing how it's worked out, I'm taking the risk every day. That's an awesome mindset. Also, you know, you don't. Get, you don't have something good unless you took a previous risk. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, what, what do you mean you're going to give up something good to take a risk? Like that, the whole reason you get anywhere is by taking risks. So. Yep, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, no, definitely beneficial to remember where you came from. Because like you learn so much over the journey, you know what I mean? You got to you got to remember the things you've learned. Mm-hmm. I really like that uh, sort of ending we there's well here i'll I'll cover his last thing um do you miss mudkip um yeah yeah no i had some good times with mudkip we were um very different people he is very uh uh i don't know what a word to describe him maybe like sheltered we we definitely had very different uh upbringings and things that we enjoy so like mm-hmm. um we, you know, we had a lot of fun recording videos together online. Um, and then like when we met up at RuneFest, it was a little strange because I'm so fucking crazy and boisterous and out there and <laughs> drunk he's and like, and he's just so <laughs> chill and sweet and kind. And it's just like, <laughs> we were just like complete opposites. So like when yeah. we met up IRL, it was just like a little different. Yeah. Um and it was just like we were both just on completely separate vibes. But, you know, I love the kid. He's a, he's a great guy. And like I said, he's so sweet and kind. And it's just like we're just very, very different people. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, of course I miss hanging out with him. Yeah, he's a good kid. Good old, old Spence. Okay. Uh, we've covered all the Twitter topics. Whew. So um, 
I want to ask you, do you have anything that's on your mind that you'd like to bring up? Because if no, not, you, we'll probably... you, you always do uh, such a good job of like, you know, sometimes I'll come in and like I go on a podcast. I'm like, I really want to talk about this. And like, uh-huh. you know, both times I've been on, I've, I've got to speak about everything that I wanted to speak about. So I appreciate that, man. Yeah. You do a good job, Matt. You do a good job. That's that's the plan for the next hundred episodes or next ninety nine to get to two hundred. <laughs> is like, I, it, I mean, because it really is just a learning process. It doesn't feel like I've learned anything from doing these. Seriously, mm-hmm. it feels like I know just as much as I do now about podcasting as I did episode one. But when I yep. actually take a look, and again, I don't, I don't often at all check back on my old content, but I have checked out like episode two three four just those early ones i'm like yeah there's definitely been some big improvements yeah that's what it's all about man like like we just said you know learning and, and going on that journey that's just you'll you'll look back at episode 100 when you get to 200 and be like damn you know yeah that's what i was like you know what i mean yeah it's it, it will be really cool it's yeah it's strange it's also uh interesting to think like at, at what point does this like end you know or does it end? yeah does the cast yep. just keep going and then like it would be cool to just see how it transitioned from That's year to year such a scary thought of when is this gonna end you know, I know. What I mean? the thing is <laughs> like whenever like, you think oh. of that it's such a it's such a shallow question because things don't end they just transition into something else yeah. generally yeah so true so true so, so true all right eviescape um we're, I'm trying to make it a little bit different of a conclusion. Usually, I'd ask for three shoutouts, but uh, <laughs> for for this, I'm 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 trying something new, uh, which is really just kind of ending it off on a good topic. Which the uh, the last one of just you know, um, I already forgot. I lost my train of thought. Yeah, oh yeah, beneficial I, um, where you came from. So I already gave my uh, three shoutouts anyway with the the Aussie there you go yeah, I've already, yeah. Already unfortunate for the fourth shout out uh, sorry about that little little uh bro <laughs> yes okay sorry sorry jono sorry jono <laughs> by the way uh, we will be getting jono on the cast i've uh, oh nice i I've, I've been i've you know i've been popping into a stream here and there uh, do you know scotizo yes max yeah, yeah. she's a good girl yeah so Jono and Max. I think I'm going to get both of them on at the same time. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah, that's good. I think that's that'd good. be really. Yeah, fun. I um, <laughs> I didn't even know Jono streamed before I met him. I was, it was really? when I went to when I went to Sydney to um to meet up with Ron for his sister's birthday that time, and mm-hmm. he came out and um, had a couple beers with us. And um, yeah, I didn't even know he streamed, but there is in my first vlog ever, Jono made an appearance, and. It's a clip of we're at like this after party and we're all like drinking, having a good time, singing ABBA or something like that. And then all of a sudden the music turns off and one of the guys at the party just goes, hey, hey, everyone, let's just give it up for the couple that just had sex. And I come around the corner (laughs) and you just see Jono walking out of the party with some random girl with the cheekiest grin on his face. It was so funny. It's so good. God damn it. All right, Eviscape, I had an absolute pleasure today. For those still listening to this cast, drop down on the description of the video, or if you're on Spotify, check out the description. And go follow Eviscape on his YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. Uh, anything else, Eviscape, you like linked? Uh, 
Uh, you know what? I'm not going to link the OnlyFans, mate, but they can find it if they're really looking for it. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll, find, it. they'll find what they're looking for. <laughs> Ewiescape, I love you, man. It was a lot of fun. It's round two. It was great. Uh, yeah, I love you too, bro. I it's always uh, Yeah, it's always a good conversation, man. Let's say it's an easy conversation. Like I said, you know, first time we did it, um, it just flowed so it was like we've been friends for years, you know what I, I mean? It was just know. such an, yeah, an easy conversation. I hope there's a rune fest or something coming up where we can meet oh. up and just hang out. 100%, 100%. I think the whole thing this year is like if there's no rune fest, I think everyone's going TwitchCon Paris. So that might be okay. might be something we look into. Very cool. Eviescape, much love, man. Enjoy the rest of your day. Guys, that's still listening. Thank you guys for watching. Be sure to like and subscribe and uh, go follow Eviescape on his uh, socials. Peace out, guys. Cheers. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.